Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we are rocking old can crushing Thursday, baby. So let's go ahead and get everybody up in here, have a little fun, have a couple of brewskis, shoot the isht, as you might say, and uh, let's have a little fun along the way. So, oh man, somebody's already popping the tops as we speak. Maybe that is the one and only D stat. Is that you, Mark? Yeah. Hey, look buddy. at that. Well, you know. If any, if ever there's a time somebody's like, can you just give me my intro out the gate? I think that was the time. <laughs> um, stay thirsty, friends. All right, bro. You ready to hit your cue? I know you're ready to hit your brew, but are you ready to hit your cue? Both. Look at that. All right. Three brewing fun, baby. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Woo! There you go. There you go. Man, by the way, I love your Mets optimism. Stay strong, stay strong in fandom, brother. Stay strong in fandom, man. <laughs> Always ain't, ain't, ain't no bandwagon shit here. That's right. All right, next up, let's see. You know what? I'm right by the song. Let's just go ahead and do it. Oh, giggity gals. What's up, Randy? Uh, not a whole lot. Just been uh, working all week, but I will say it's kind of exciting. We got training camps opening up soon. Yep. Means so much closer to football. Yeah. Uh, I just can't wait. I can't wait. I know. I always start getting super excited once you start hitting this time of this time of year. You got college football. You got the NFL coming back around. I mean, everything starts ramping up, uh, including apparently Nick Saban's excuses for all they got their asses handed to him by Clemson last year. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Have you, you not distracted? Yeah, like, have y'all not won enough? I mean, look, you just you just lost. You got whooped. It happens. It happens. <laughs> All my coaches looking for other jobs, man. What you want? <laughs> Shut up. Come on, man. Come on, man. Stop. Don't do that. Don't do that game, man. All, all, as many as many as many titles and as many games and all the stuff that Alabama has accomplished in their save and don't cheapen Clemson's ass whooping of y'all that just own it own it god bless own it and move on yeah you know what i don't want is a team that's been that dominant and that good for that long <laughs> giving me some justin timberlake boo-hoos <laughs> i don't want it man i mean people already root against them don't do that too <laughs> you know lame you want to complain Actually, what Mike Singletary just called and he wanted to talk about this. <laughs> I don't even have that. So- I don't even know where that soundbite is Dang anymore, it. bro. <laughs> I haven't used that in so long. I thought that was on. What was it? You can't win with them. Can't play with them. That one, right? I want winners. I want winners. Yeah, yeah. Randy remembers that. Wasn't that a tirade about Vernon Davis? Yes, yeah. it was. Man, yes, that's it was. That's going way back. Great day. Anyway, you heard him chatting. Let's go ahead and get old the Twitter Terminator. Get old Shannon McGuffin up in this piece. Bro, side note, side note, I thoroughly enjoyed, I don't know how old you were in that video that your family member or friend, whoever posted, but God bless seeing you back in your full-on Kentucky days as a teenager with your heinous teenage stash <laughs> was so glorious you look like a young walk-on on one of those old kentucky teams dude it was great it was, I was great, the jamel man. martinez man I was yeah. the jamel martinez of high school yeah yeah that was glorious man i watched that video five times and i laughed every damn time it was it was fantastic although i mean look i'm sure i don't know how many of us have like a lot of videos from I mean, it, it's I had like, no idea that even existed. No, I'm sure you didn't. 
you know, I'm sure if somebody has a random like VHS of me at 15 or 16, I'd look back and be like, oh, although I didn't have the stash. I tried to stash, I think in my late teens, or my early 20s it was bad. It was bad. It's just done with the only the only facial hair I can do that's respectable is the goatee. I learned that, and so that's all I have. I don't mess with the stash. I don't mess with the Fu Manchu. I don't know handlebars. I, I tried sideburns for a while. They were a little patchy. I just gave up on. I shaved those off. I just I stick with the goat and just call it a day, man. That's I leave it alone. You know, it's good enough. Got to go with what works, man. I'm telling you, bro. These, hey, and I got these are videos taken with with uh, with iPhones, right? I I, I don't know. I, I know you don't understand this archaic technology. <laughs> Video cameras or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. Camcorders. Look, Camcorders. look, Welford. Look, we don't need that kind of negativity. Yeah, just look for the <laughs> look for the old handheld. Look for the old handhelds that are probably under your parents' bed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! You don't want to watch no, those. Don't play. Delete that. Delete that. Uh, word of advice for anybody. Uh, you know, if somehow on the line, your parents or grandparents, if you're like, oh, look at this VHS camcorder. Let's hook it up to the TV and press play. Don't do that. And if you do that, don't have kids around just in case. You might see something you really don't want to see. So that may not be. That's not a spoiler alert. That's a spoiler alert yeah, right there. That may not be a sweet 16 video in there. Or it could be. We just don't know what that 16 actually means. So. Just, I, I, who knows? That could be code for something. Be very careful if you inherit any VHS, any camcorders before you go whipping that stuff out. Dangerous, man. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. It out, huh? Dan- dangerous, bro. Dangerous. But one of my, fa- I will say, one of my favorite. Before we get like to the actual sports stuff, one of my favorite things of the week has been this whole face app thing where people were aging themselves up. And Mark, of course, of course, Mark did it. And so he sent this picture of himself in the chat. And it was just fantastically glorious. Looking all old man, old man D-Stan, old man Mark. You're all grayed out. Like, we're sitting there having just laughing in the chat about this stuff. And, of course, Whitfield looked like a reject. Like, what, a reject bad mall Santa? He looked terrible. (laughs) He looked awful. He's probably still stealing chicken. or He's still sucking (laughs) sucking on the... Teat of the rotisserie in that picture, man. That was awful, too. But we had a great time laughing at Mark because he was like some weird combo of Gandalf and Gimli from, like, Lord of the Rings. I mean, it really is fantastic. It's like the bastard love child. And so it just it just morphed into this conversation from Gandalf to Gandwarf. And it's like, you shall not pass. Gas! You know, we're just having a well. At least I'm having fun with it. <laughs> I'm having fun with it. But then it goes. It's like okay. Then it was like you kind of look like the bastard son of Wilford Brimley and Gandalf with a splash of Gimli. No, no, wait. <laughs> we got it, dude. Wilford Gimli. <laughs> so now your name in the sports brew chat is Wilford Gimli. Did you like how I changed your name in there? <laughs> I appreciated that. that was well played. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I didn't know I could do that either, but once I discovered that feature, it was on. So at least for tonight, if I if I call you Wilfred Gimley, everybody else will now understand why. It, it was a, it was an important share. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's glorious, dude. Oh, I I have not done the face app thing. I'm not so much worried about you know giving away my data to the Ruskies, but 
y'all's was enough. I don't need to see. I don't need to see myself haggarded out. <laughs> it's okay, dude. <laughs> I, get, I get it. I get it. <laughs> y'all were killing me though, man. And I like the I like the ones where people did it like multiple times over, and they look like some heinously deflated Betty White with extra wrinkles. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's a there's a point where you just keep layering on the thing. It it looks so bad, dude. Looks so bad. Yes, Although, uh, uh, Lindy, bro, get some lotion for that old man neck of yours. <laughs> Good gracious, dude. You could smuggle drugs in some of the folds you had. <laughs> Better than that, dude. Did you see that story about the guy that had, uh, I think it was cocaine under his toupee? Yep. And got busted. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> oh, I don't remember where that was. I don't even know if I have it saved anywhere. I, I don't recall, but it was, it was yeah, a dude got, you know. I mean, what was his like, excuse? I have bad dandruff? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Bro, head and shoulders, man. Can you get some? Oh, it's Coke. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know about all that, but uh, just stupid. But the face hat thing is, it, it's been very funny and I've, I've enjoyed it. Some of the memes have been really good. I think one of my favorites, and you know, obviously it's like, oh, hashtag too soon. Hope it doesn't actually happen to me. But I like the one where it's like a gravestone, and it's like, I just tried that new app, and it shows what you'll look like in 40 years. Dead. Damn. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. So hopefully that's not an accurate one, but uh, I'd like to, I'd like to, you know, survive my 80s. Although, I don't know, depending on my physical conditioning, maybe I, maybe I don't. <laughs> I guess it depends on where you're at in that stage of life. But uh, ideally, hopefully I'm not just a headstone. That wouldn't be very fun. Anywho, we'll get to some more oddities and stupidity, I'm sure. Uh, Belichick says we're just going to take it one year at a time. One year, yeah. We're, well, this year, I'm off, <laughs> I'm off to 42. Hey, this is my Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy year. 42. Oh, there you go. It is. It, yeah, this is, this, is my, this is my Hitchhiker's year, man. 42. So... I'll drink to that right now. Mm. Well, well, if we're drinking, let's do a salute o'clock then. Well, it's a little early for the salute o'clock, isn't it? Little John, what do you think? Never. <laughs> it's never too early. Never too early. Uh, all right. Well, if that's the if that's the ticket, oh, Winamp's asleep. I know. I got to swap out. I got to swap out one of my drives. I feel like it's getting up. Well, they're a little long in the tooth anyway. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Lil John. All right, I'll tell you what. Here you go. Shannon, this one's for you. Yeah, there it is. Uh, so I'm starting out um, a little bit thin on the beer reserves in the house. I've been thirsty this week with all this daddy daycare. So I've been plowing through. So I don't even have, I don't even have any stone tonight, man. Well, I've got 120 minutes in the fridge, but like I don't want to rock the 120 in, at the front end of the podcast. That seems like a oh, god, it's no. a dangerous <laughs> idea. So Ooh. I'm doing the champion shower beer, which is good, but like I have to have this before I have an IPA. You know what I mean? Right. You know that's just that's the way that it is. You know, I mean it's refreshing. It's good. And then I also have my hundred uh, proof captain. And of course, my Mexico. So I'm actually really curious, Mark, about the beer you have. So why don't you go ahead and drop the lowdown on what you are uh, drinking away with there? Yes, sir. So I, I took advantage. I got the. Uh, I, I checked in with our, our. I feel like our our like travel 
beer buff is uh, mm. good Mr. Shannon McGuffin, and, and I, I asked him for advice on this uh, service called Tavor, which not a sponsor. If they'd like to, they're welcome to. Oh. And I'll explain in a moment. We but, would be uh, happy to drink all the beer. They would ship uh, us. We would be very mm-hmm. happy to, but mm-hmm. it's 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 uh as as the trends are these days, it's just a a nice delivery service for uh, more specified beers that you know you're not gonna be able to get everywhere. And uh, I just you know Facebook, I think I think it was Facebook, maybe Instagram, one or the other. They they know me, so they recommended it, and I was like. <laughs> See, see if uh, Mr. McGuffin knows about this, and, and he said it highly recommended from the people that he knows uh, who've tried it. So uh, I just got my. Well, the, the awesome thing is beyond just having a lot of you know, random beers that you wouldn't you know otherwise be able to get. Flat shipping, no matter how many you get. So fantastic. Yeah, got my good. first delivery today. Um, and so this is my first uh, entry in trying any of them, but uh, I'm enjoying. It's called a uh, Superhero Sidekicks IPA. Mm-hmm. It is from uh, Kings County Brewers in uh, Brooklyn, New York. The can—it's it's a Kings uh, IPA, but it's just gorgeous, like superhero imagery, like clearly their own artwork all over the can. And it looks mm-hmm. stunning. And uh, just tried my first sip. It's it's outstanding. So uh, so far, one for one, high success. Um, one one for one. It's a little early yet, bro. <laughs> but good. Might as well start strong, right? Yeah, exactly. Drug smugglers Oops. have used just about any. <laughs> I like any news news reporters. Drug smugglers, have you done something you shouldn't have? <laughs> I actually, found, I found the thing, by the way. Man hid 34 grand worth of cocaine under his toupee, Spanish police say. This is in Barcelona. It wasn't a Colombian man's noticeably nervous demeanor that drew officers' attention at Barcelona's international airport. It was his hair. His hair is going to fall out. Spain's national... Whitfield, is that you? Oh, um, Spain's no. National police, national police I tweeted. mean, we did have him deported, so yeah, it could yeah. be. <laughs> they took one look at the man's abnormally large hairpiece and knew immediately he was hiding something. They pulled half a kilo of cocaine from under the man's toupee. <laughs> I mean, come and, on. And he would have gotten away with it. It hadn't been for you kids. Yeah, like that. That's all. Yeah, you <laughs> Scooby Doo when you need him. Yeah, I mean that. That's a. That's an impressive. What an idiot! <laughs> Did he want to get caught? That doesn't even. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. Well, he he must have he must have snorted some of the rest of it. It's the only explanation for that. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, I mean, it looks like his hair is birthing another head i mean it's just completely bizarre no wonder no wonder you got pulled in that's just fail anyway it took me a moment to find that story but at least needed to get that back in there but mark i'm glad so the beer is good wilfred gimley the beer is good did we lose uh, mark you did mark so, so 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 yes yes uh the beer beer is i highly recommend it it was very enjoyable Okay. <laughs> it's so enjoyable, he had to mute himself. Yeah, man. He must have been letting one rip there. <laughs> there you, go. You, know that, you know that's not true. I would share that with class. You probably uh, would. I would. You probably. I do believe that. That's that's where we got the D-Stat poo. Yeah, yeah, that is where we got the this... D-Stat poo. That's a true story. Soiler alert. Uh, Rand, Randy, what you got, brother? So, I was... In Kroger today, I'm going, you know, we're recording that. I need something different, something that I've never had before. And this bottle kind of caught my eye. Mm-hmm. And it's from uh, Bastille's Brewery. It's a Belgian brewery. Mm-hmm. And it's called Triple Carmeliot. It's uh, 
very interesting because it's not like any other Belgian triple I've ever had. Uh, it's not as sweet, but All it's right. really tasty. Good. Because you know I love me a good Belgian triple. Uh, that I do. I was actually scrolling down and trying to find the D-Stat poo just for, since Mark referenced it. I'm like, I mean, shouldn't we bring that back out? It's been a while. Sorry, man. Pinching it's off like we're pinching there. it off. Let's go to eat a goddamn That's one we haven't heard in a while. Oh, oh yeah, man. Classic. Thanks, Rex. Yeah, thanks. We got to break out of all Uh-oh. <laughs> what the hell? Mark sneeze. <laughs> I totally forgot that 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 when if it's set to auto repeat or to loop the stuff, I totally forgot that that one particular soundbite totally breaks Winamp. Oh, I forgot that. Wow. Yeah. That's right around the Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yep. We too low, we too low. Yeah, we too low and something wrong. That was a bad news story. I don't see the D-Stat poo. That, that's unbelievable. What do you think? I mean, what, what do you think the answer to that question is? Answer it for me. Is it acceptable? No, it's not acceptable. You're right, it's yeah. not acceptable. I will find the D-Stat poo. Did the one tell you that? Hell yeah, yeah she, she did. did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get an F. <laughs> F, you get an F. That's unbelievable. Ah, uh, sorry, Mark. I don't. I'm gonna have to dig up the D step poo. That sounds awful, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you, 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 you need a fresh sample, so yeah. I get it. I, but I, I, I looked up stat and poo, and I found one that says "hurry up and poop D stat." <laughs> so, I don't even. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> We were probably doing we were probably doing a warm up and we're making fun of the fact we were probably off in the distance taking a dump. Would be my would be my first guess. Yeah, it's probably that. not. It's got to be within that out? range, I would think. Yeah, yeah, that pinch, would pinch one off, you know. <laughs> that's my first. Yeah, that's my first guess. Anyway, all right, let me scroll back up. Let's get to some actual stuff. D stat poo. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Other people's poops. That's right. You didn't know that's what that stood for, did you? <sighs> Anywho, all right. So as we get back to, you know, hey, hey, hey. what, 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 what? I gotta do mine, bro. You didn't do yours? No, oh, my bad, mm -hmm. brother. I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm so used to starting with you. I'm not used to having to finish with you, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Too soon. TMI. <laughs> That's all right. I'll, we'll give you the we'll give you the 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 tooting courtesy reach around. It's it's fine, bro. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. And on that note, I'm taking a drink. <laughs> take a shot. Everyone else listening. If this is the first drink. time somebody's listening to this podcast, they're probably like, what in the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 see the, I see the Homer Simpsons, yeah, Homer Simpson gif of him just walking away into the, yeah, <laughs> the bush. <laughs> I don't know what I just walked into, but I'm going to go ahead and turn this off and walk away slowly. It, it's too much. It's too much. Too much. Anyway, sports brew. I know that's this is what happens, man. Oh, 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 oh! It was mislabeled. Uh oh. Large and large and large and There it is. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> 
Yeah, there it is. I found it. It's been too long. <laughs> City Crunch. I missed that soundbite. I really need to make. I just need to make a soundboard with some of these old school ones, man. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's one of my crowning achievements. We can't let that one go by the wayside. <laughs> The, the the Mark Lou also crashes Winamp. Good lord! I'm surprised the the Dstat poo. It's just labeled Dstat fart. That was that was why I, could, I was I was searching under poo. So gotcha. yeah. Anyway, Holy now, crap. I can't breathe. Now we know. Well, if you can't breathe, we can blame Seriously. the Dstat fart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There it is. Okay, okay, okay. It, it does it does all that up. Now we know. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> ah, yep, rump shaker. That's probably an appropriate name for those. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Mark, we did learn something good about um Shannon last week. Oh yeah. Mhm. How much he loves How much he loves Creed. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, about as much as Mark does, I bet. Yeah. Uh, well, that soundbite from D-Set, I think, was with cheeks wide I, I, open, is what that was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right, all right. Shannon, we need to know what kind of. Front row seats, Mark. Front row sheets? What? <laughs> front row seats to Creed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, Shannon, what kind of beer, what kind of beer are you drinking, brother? I'm rolling a, a Hardywood triple play tonight. Uh, the Hardywood Lager. Mm. The Hardywood uh, Strawberry Papaya Berliner Weiss. Whoa. Weiss. It's a German-style sour wheat. Mm. And then um, finishing up with uh, Bubby's Blackberry Cobbler. Now, what do you have, a sampler platter in front of you? Dude, I got the... The lager from Costco, and then I grabbed a four pack of the the Berliner and the uh, Bubbies. See, I'm feeling it, bro. Good I call, try man. All those. Yeah, I know, right? Good. Oh, they're so good. Mm. Ah, all right. On to actual sports, and not just D stats. Um, <laughs> air, dairy, air. Okay, so Peach, don't pull his finger. Yeah, no, no don't do it. Don't do it. It's just going to be crappy. Just saying. Okay. More ways than one. <laughs> More ways than one, yeah. Spoiler alert. Okay. Well, there's a reason this song is a strong mainstay of the podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that's been kind of a topic du jour, and a lot of people have hammered on it, um, and really, I, it was just a trial balloon that got floated out there. I, I can't believe it actually has legitimate traction. And it's this notion of, you know, expanding the NFL, the season to 18 games, but capping players at 16 games. Okay. Now, how serious this proposal is, eh, I'm not sure. But I, I think it was really like one of those trial balloons where they kind of float something out there and see what people say. 
and there are some, you know, you can make at least some argument in support of it. Now, me personally, I think it's a whole big damn dumpster fire or fail, and I hope like hell we never see that. To me, it's just that that's scheduling disaster. We already complain about load management in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Or going to a game and you're not going to see Kawhi, you're not going to see LeBron, or what the Spurs obviously did at kind of the back end of Duncan, etc. Look, 16 games I think is 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 a relative sweet spot, okay? And I don't know about how you guys feel. We'll get into that. I know they want to push for expansion of the league of the season to try to drive additional revenue. I understand why they want to do it. I do, <clears throat> but. I don't think that's the best way to do it. And we already have these issues with health risks. We already have these issues with injuries. And then, yes, fine. It adds another layer of strategy. Okay, I'll buy that. Yes, they get rid of a preseason game or two. Okay, I get that. It stretches out the season. But, man, that is going, depending on how that gets done, it totally screws. Not that this is the first and, you know, my main concern. But it obviously messes with some betting lines, depending on the timelines of how these things are done. It messes with fantasy football, obviously. Again, not my primary concern, but you know that's that's a spillover of it. And it also messes with, if you have attendance issues, how are you going to start messing with people, you know what I mean, messing with people going to the game, and then you want to go see the Packers play, there's no Aaron Rodgers. You want to go see the Patriots play, there's no Tom Brady. You want to go see the Cowboys play, there's no Zeke. You know what I'm saying? Like, just all this weird stuff can happen. And again, you can make a couple of arguments about why there's some advantages to it. I just don't believe it's a good idea. You'd have to expand your rosters. It's going to force teams to play reserves and and play depth. Some people will like that. Backup quarterbacks in particular will probably like that because it'll give them a chance to showcase themselves a little bit and, you know, drum up their, their worth for another contract or a trade. Uh, my understanding is that the NFLPA estimated that adding two more games would generate as much as $2.5 billion, that's right, billion uh, dollars in additional revenue. And whatever the split is, is it 50%? I don't quite recall, but you know they'd obviously get a chunk of that. So um, that would certainly help drive up you know, just what's available to the players as far as you know, contracts and salary, man, and, and driving the salary cap. I get it. I understand that. But one of the offsets to that is there were also estimates that said, that said doing that would shorten average careers from a little over three years to a little under three. And the average NFL career is right around three. And why that's critical is because you have to get three seasons to get certain benefits for after your playing career. So, you know, this is obviously a, a leverage game. I don't know what the league actually wants. I don't know what the NFLPA is actually going to give. Um, but that is probably, to me, the eighteen sixteen is an, an atrociously ugly <clears throat> scenario. I'm not a fan. If I had to, if I had to find a way to stretch the season out, and you want to balance out injury concerns, give teams a second bye week. Okay, we're at, we're at seventeen weeks because you got one bye. Do what they did. I think it was ninety three. You know, and people always people always forget because it was an anomaly and I don't remember why they had two bye weeks but they did but you know get another bye week in there that's going to give some extra flexibility for teams for whether it's a Thursday night game whether it's an international game which we can complain about those too but 
you know, it would give them a whole bunch of flexibility to do some of these short week games without really penalizing teams so heavily, particularly if they have to travel um, or if it's a lot of times on adjustment. They want to grow the game internationally, add another bye week and do some of those things. You can do that. Uh, I would also, me personally, I would much rather see a small expansion of the playoffs. And that itself is problematic. However, if you're if you're damn determined to find a way to, to have additional games, give me games that legitimately matter, and a playoff game legit, legitimately matters. You can talk about dilution. People will complain about that too. I get it. But throw an extra buy somewhere in there um, in the playoffs for another seed. I don't know what you'd have. I don't know what the magic number would be to make it work right. Two teams, four teams. I don't know. Well, um, I mean, you could go like eight teams, and but like – Go five, eight, seven, six, first round, and mm-hmm. then go, you know, three takes the lowest, and then four mm-hmm. takes the lowest, and then you go one, two. So you yeah. have like a double buy. Yeah. If you so, wanted to go that route. Yeah. I mean, th- there's ways to achieve elongating the season, but still retaining games of significance. If you think week 17 sucks now, if you think it mm. sucks now, can you imagine if a team's in a playoff race? Or actually, think of it this way. If a team locks up their division, locks up, and they have nothing to play for the last three weeks of the season, zero. And they go, perfect time to rest everybody. But you think the games are crap now? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, and obviously that's looking at it negatively. But I'm just hard-pressed other than generating additional revenue and maybe some small arguments for the strategic components of that. Um, I, I, just, I think there's way too much downside. As a fan, I think there's way too much downside about what it costs to go to a game, the time that's invested in that, and the, the risk as a fan of, of trying to go to a game and stadium and not having the people that, you're, that you really want to see. You know, one of the things that makes football so unique, unlike the NBA, unlike MLB, is just it's a short season, man. Every game really matters. One, <laughs> losing one game is true for college football, too. You know, losing oh, one yeah. game can break, you know, can make or break your season. You don't have a, a big margin for it. You just don't, you know, and I don't know what this would do to that. I, You know, maybe it would work out better than a lot of people think, maybe, but I'm not a fan of it. So I'm kind of curious, you know, you know where I stand, but I'm kind of curious what y'all think of it. Matt and I actually had a little dialogue and he was trying to, you know... <laughs> I totally did not agree with him in any capacity. He was trying to argue with me that it there was some upside, but I was like, "Nah, dude. Betting, fantasy, fans, in-stadium experience, real world foot. I don't want. I just no. I don't see it. Give me an extra buy. Maybe expand the playoffs. Get rid of, you know, cut it down to three preseason games: a, a tune-up, a warm-up, and then a showcase for other people, and then, you know, get get straight to the season and just you know." Troop on through, dude. Well, I'll just say this. I mean, preseason, obviously, we think is too long. They don't need to play four games. Well, they don't play um, four games. I mean, they do, but the people we want to see don't. Exactly. And that's it, what's the point? I mean, yeah, yeah, the guys that may or may not make the team get a little bit more showcase for around the league. but Maybe. Of course, the owners also get a little bit more revenue for their bottom line as well. But here's the thing. Why reinvent the wheel? If you're a nine billion, I guess is what they make per year. If you're naked nine bill a year, 
why mess with the formula? That's just for me. I mean, if you're looking at revenue wise, nine bill, mm-hmm. you're good to go. I mean, if you're talking about the two extra games, I mean, it, it could come back to bite you in the ass if you get like the Thursday night games we don't really generally like. No, that's because most of them suck. Right. But that's more revenue that they get. Correct. If you try to get more revenue with two extra games, what it, you know. If the product, if it starts to affect the product, then then the revenue is going to start going down. Well, I mean, there's already, I mean, there's obviously some risk components for the future of the NFL. I mean, you see that with trends with, you know, youth football. You see that with trends with certain things. I mean, it, we're at a transformative, transitional point in time for the league going forward, and I think they know that. But alienating your core fan base, l- let me tell you, that, not that this is what the NFL is doing, but let me tell you, somebody that grew up that really, I loved racing as a kid. You know what I don't watch anymore? NASCAR. You know why? Mm-hmm. I hated the car to borrow. I, Dale Earnhardt died. I was my driver. So once he died, it, I just didn't really, I never really latched on anybody else. But um, yeah, I hated the car tomorrow. I hated the templates. I hated the restrictor plates. And I hated the fact that they killed a lot of the old school small tracks. They killed the core, you know, they sacrificed their core audience to grow, to grow the sport. And it got oversaturated, over commercialized, too many big tracks, too many gigantic things. And it just, they got away from what made it enjoyable. And, and this is my opinion. Not everybody shares it, but I, I grew up and I loved it. And I could almost, I don't want to say I don't care. But I don't, you know, they're fiddling with the format, fiddling with the thing. They're changing how the points are done. This thing, chase for cup, race for the chase. It's just I don't enjoy it anymore. I don't like it. Maybe the drivers are great, but it's not the same sport. And there's a point when you're trying to tweak things and grow your game and make more money and do this and do that. Sometimes you just you you push it too far, or you. I don't know what the arguments were back in the day when they went from 14 games to 16. I don't know. Maybe they had the same kind of dialogue. Don't know. Um, but I think they're really at a point that's kind of a sweet spot. What is there other than revenue? Like, what are you really gaining from this? With all the problems that the league has with attendance, with ratings, with their future, right? What are you well, really gaining? The owners, all they ever seem to think about is bottom line. Well, they're owners, of course. <clears throat> oh, that's the point, though. I mean... I mean the players, yeah. I mean they're they're looking at their bottom line as well. But what you what you talked about going from sixteen to eighteen, and then the average NFL career going below to three years, and That's then if they, they don't hit the three year mark, then they don't get those benefits. Correct. The owners are seeing more income, and if the players don't hit those benefits, that's Correct. even more income. Of course it is, because it's you know they can say, well, this helps with player safety, but if it shortens careers. And again, obviously, since it's not actually in practice, we don't know that. But that that's what they're trying to figure out, how this would impact players. And that's one of the things that they believe would be the result of it. I think there's probably enough analytical data that they can make a reasonable you know, estimate. And, and I would imagine there's some validity in that. Because you are adding, you know, extra games. You are, you know what I mean? You're, you're tweaking what the season is. So, you know... I would much rather just find other ways for them to drive revenue. I mean, you've got so much streaming opportunity. You know what? You know what? A I've, Sunday ticket, dude. Like, get sell them, that. Get it off a of Directv, dude. 
Seriously. Or at least let it, if DirecTV wants to have it, that's great, but can you have some other people have that service? Can I, yeah. Why can't I just buy a game that I want? Why can't I just buy a single game? If there's a game I really want to see, why can't I just pay five bucks or, I don't know, five, I don't know what a reasonable price point is. $10? $5? I don't know. Um, well, that's just when we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if we go out because the game's not in market, like, this is probably more relevant for, say, Randy, because you're a 49ers fan, right? Yeah. Um, and, you're, Shannon, you're a Colts fan. So right. I endure the Redskins. I like the Redskins and the Packers, which everybody, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that. But but I'm in market for the Redskins, and the Packers always get national play, okay? Mark's a Giants fan. So they're not in market, but they're NFC East, so you're going to get the Redskins, and you're going to get NFC East games, and it's the Giants. So they get national play. You know, the Colts get some national play. And if um, if the 49ers are good, they'll get a little bit more play. But if you if they weren't in market and they weren't getting coverage, would you be willing to pay five bucks to watch that game? You know what I mean? Like, I would. You know, I don't if know. I don't yeah, know. If it's a good game, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't know what the price point is because you'd have to – it would have to be profitable for them to have that method of delivery. But, you know, get get Sunday ticket away from just direct TV. You know, I mean, I've got I've got files, bro. I'm not changing the DirecTV for that. Nope. I mean, <laughs> no. Or you know, Amazon Prime. No. Or like yeah, and I mean, they're branching out to other services, services, but find other ways to drive revenue. Find other ways and make the game day experience more enjoyable. As a Redskins oh my fan, God, yes. As a Redskins fan, I will tell you, I have no interest in going back. FedEx sucks. The fan, the fan experience, the team's not good. That makes everything worse. Sucks ass. But it, it's not. It's not an enjoyable stadium. Um, it's a pain in the ass to get to. Parking stinks. The concessions are insanely expensive. It's crusty. It's an ugly stadium. The seats aren't comfortable unless you really spring for the really expensive stuff, and then it doesn't matter. But it's just not. It's not a good game day experience. Why do you think they're tarping up stuff? I mean, they went from you know a stadium that they actually had a fan base that would fill that damn thing, and now they don't. You know, I mean, it, it, we used to make fun of the Jaguars for that crap. Now, granted, they were playing in the stadium that was meant for college bowl games, but you know, Redskins have taken seats out, party decks. Woo! Thanks, y'all. Yeah, you know, it's it's not it's not a good enough game day experience. It's too expensive, and there's too many drunk assholes at games. It's not. Oh gosh, it's not a yes. good experience. So if your team is good, you're you're obviously going to get some more attention. But just there's other ways to me that you can drive revenue. As opposed to expanding the season, I didn't mean to take. I think I, I've really taken over this segment by accident. But Mark, you kind of chuckled, man. What do you think? Oh, bro? I was just gonna say. I mean, I, I agree with almost all of your points. I would actually defend. So, I mean, um, I mean, maybe you're not aware, but you know, with, with with Sunday Ticket, you know, you can buy it as a standalone with you know any gaming system. It's basically just as, as an app. I mean, you can certainly use it on your phone and on on any console. Good. Three 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 hundred bucks for the season. I've done the for the last two years, you can get any any single game you know, for for all sixteen weeks if you want to do it with uh, with uh, uh, what we call it's uh, red zone as well. You can do it for another hundred. I don't need to bother with that. So, but three hundred three hundred bucks for the full season of every game you want access to. For me, it's the Giants. For for Megan, it's the Steelers. Uh, can watch it on a cell phone if we're on the road. Can watch it on my PlayStation. Can watch it on most most any you know. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Fire Stick or anything like that, and I had totally forgotten um, about that. I'd forgotten it, it, that you it, could it's, do that. It's good. I I I think that's yeah. pretty quality. So I, I I'm glad. I mean, yeah, when it was only available, 
if you had DirecTV, that was nonsense. And, and so certainly that was super frustrating. But I, I think, for me, the price is worth it. It may, it may not be for everybody, and I, and I get that. But for me, for as much as I love football, um, and for the fact that I mean, even if the Giants aren't playing, even if the Giants and Steelers both have a bye in the same week, there's probably enough other games. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch the Redskins. <laughs> so uh, there, there's there's pretty much always You're supposed to say, game. I don't want to watch the Cowboys. That's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> well, that too. Jeez, but, man. Uh, but, but there's all always games I want to tune into. With Don't want to watch the main... Redskins. <laughs> shit, Wolf. Yeah, With fantasy sports and everything, I'm just yeah. saying, there's, there's pretty much always going to be a game no. I want to tune into. So, Well, I mean, there's too much good football. Now, the Red Zone, I don't really watch Red Zone. Uh, no, it's not part of my cable package. Um, right. And I think it's neat. If I'm at a bar, I like that. It's fun, yeah. It's fun. But that's not how I want to watch games per se, at my house. It's nice to flip to it. If if I had a crap game, I might want to do that. But I just, I, I don't know. I think the flexibility, there's ways they can add that. I, I just, I think they could deliver game content and make more money. You know what I mean? With sure. certain, And that's one thing I will say, I think MLB is pretty good at as far as accessibility and different ways to get the games that you want. Obviously, I don't do that. I think Whitfield used to have some MLB subscription thing. Mark, did you ever do that? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I do that every year too, and I, the, the price is definitely a good bit less expensive. What? Um, what? But, what but do you? What do you like about how MLB does it? Because I, I don't. Again, I don't use that service. But um, like, it's, what's it's, different it's, than the, like the direct or excuse me the um, Sunday ticket? Really, really not much to be honest. I mean, it's it's certainly different different layouts, um, but uh, but overall, it's it's same quality content. Um, you can definitely use it on a phone, on a mobile device, on a uh, mm-hmm. console. Uh, they, they use, and uh, so I, I think it's uh, it's it's done really well. I feel mm-hmm. that the only thing that I know a lot of people were frustrated by this year, and I, I get it to a degree, is that um, Facebook. I don't know if you if you remember hearing about it or saw that like Facebook stepped in, and um, maybe it started last year actually, but either last year or this year that started where they were going to show pick certain games to show through Facebook, and so team fans of you know a team wouldn't get to watch with I think the standard with the MLB TV app because if it was being streamed on Facebook, that's the only place you could see it, and no. that. That's uh, as much as I, I support most things social media. I mean, there's a lot of good and a lot of bad, but I thought that seemed like a stretch. I get how, I mean, especially like, you know, older people who don't have a Facebook account. You're going to want to, you know, your you know, seven-year-old grandfather is going to want to create a Facebook no. you know, account so he can watch the Cubs game. Like, no. I mean, that that's 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 pretty annoying. So that that obviously got a lot of flack. Um, but anyway, in, term, in terms that of... Should, uh, see, that should be like a launching point or a jumping point for people to go to their service, not to, for people that have their service to lose those games. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, 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 I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Back to the 1816. Thoughts? You know, I, I wish I had lots to add, but I, honestly, I think you 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 really you, you nail exactly where I stand. Um, okay, that's it, it. I just I just see I I I've tried to find a positive. I I just don't see one. Um, I, I I don't think it's gonna happen. I think what 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 I would say. I I thought you 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 did make a lot of interesting points, kind of kind of referencing uh, NASCAR, and I mean I think a lot about about it a lot with baseball. 
I respect that there's a tricky line that's mm-hmm. all these you know execs have to have to dance. I'm glad that I'm not in that position because I just want to enjoy the sport. I don't want to be the person making those decisions. Right. But you got to respect the purists. I respect the people who are like, this game has existed for X you know, amount of years. I mean, baseball, obviously, since, you know, late 1800s. Um, but, uh, you know, and make sure that, you know, we don't feel like we make any changes that people are going to feel like is bastardizing and cheapening the sport. But Give me that steal on first base rule. That's all I want, dude. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> Give it to me, man. Um, Give it to me. I, mean, I like it. It will never happen in Major League <laughs> Baseball. I'm sorry. Dude, um, I'm going to send out uh, – who was that six-year-old coach? <clears throat> And I'm gonna send. Was it what was his name? Dwight? Quote. I, I don't know. Anyway, the six year old that was kicking dirt at the ump with that oh, you know, minor league team. Hilarious, by the way. If you didn't, if you didn't, if anybody didn't look at it. Facebook.com forward slash sports brew. We 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 it. It's fantastic. Coach See, Drake. Kid, uh, uh, th- th- you know, throwing a, a fit and getting tossed from a minor yeah. league or not minor league, but a little league baseball game. Um, the Kalamazoo Growlers. <laughs> great, great name. Hey, that's our team. Yeah, right, seriously, they, they should be. Oh great. wait, wrong kind of growler. <laughs> we'll no. spot, we'll spot to them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they may not want that. Um, <laughs> retract, retraction. They won't want that. Um, <laughs> if, they, if they know it's good for them. A summer. Um, it's a summer league for college players, by the way. It's the North Woods League. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, so maybe uh, it's a right growler then. It, it, I, yeah, I think exactly it is the be. right growler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, yeah, so. but it's, it's a fantastic clip for anybody who hasn't seen it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I I get that you know it, it's a fine line to, to to dance, but I think that's I mean it, it's it's what it's got to be. I mean, baseball obviously the, the the challenge with baseball is I mean it's too slow. They got to figure yes. out ways to, to speed it up, and they've made a few small adjustments. Football, I understand that the I feel like these days the the main concerns for most people are you know things with you know concussions and things like that. And I mean, so I, I I which you know you got to keep the public opinion that they're caring enough about safety to try to keep on you know doing everything they can to keep players safe is more where I'd want to focus. Um, but kind of what Shannon echoed. Uh, I, well, yes, I think they're, they're, I know that there are certain residue, uh, revenues <laughs> that are down. Um, overall, they're, I, I imagine they're doing fine for themselves. So, I, just I don't know who this would appeal to, and uh, uh, other than as we discussed, um, picturing what, picturing opportunities where this could really backfire. A team could be screwed at the end of the season, needing to play, be able to play certain players, and you know not being able to because they've played their you know, yeah. sixteen games. That would be horrible. Like how pissed would you? Like it's a playoff race, right? And you need like oh we you know we have to rest. I don't know. Brady we, we have to re- we have to rest Eli Manning this week, and so the Giants miss the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Sa- like actually, for you more relevant, Saquon. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like, hey, come on, man. Awful. Would be awful. In theory, we would love eighteen game. We would love an eighteen game season. Is it really possible? At as good as it is now, probably not. Look, because of the injuries mm. and trying to rest players, and like you were talking about, like end of season stuff, and it, it, sixteen, I think is a good happy medium for everybody. Like it doesn't, it's not too much, but it, it keeps us wanting more, which is why we love it. Yeah, it's the breaking. That's what it's you, the breaking that's bad what you formula. Do. It's the breaking bad formula. Yeah, you just want to keep them wanting more. Yeah. 
Shannon, have you watched Breaking Bad? Mark and I were talking about this the other day. Dude, I need I need to get on that. Dude, let's let's kidnap this sob for a weekend and make him watch the whole thing. It's so phenomenal. <clears throat> a weekend? How are you gonna get through that in a, one weekend, bro? He's gonna he's gonna binge it. Oh man. Dude, lock, I may have lock, to lock, him, in, lock him in a room uh, and make it happen. Do some of the products that are done on that show to make it through that weekend. I don't know, bro. I'm telling you, man, they got those they got those meth gators in Breaking Bad. Man, you, you, got, you, got, you got to get on that, man. They got these meth gators, brother. I, I, call, I, I, I call it my second my second favorite show of all time. Where where do you think you rank it, Justin? Top three, top um, five. It's absolutely top five. And I'd have to, I'd have to really sit there and think about fleshing that out. But the two shows I can definitively tell you in some Fargo order: Fargo number one, I know that. Fargo's number one. Fargo is number one. The un, like <laughs> unquestioned, unquestioned one hole on that one. But uh, Game of Thrones and and Breaking Bad are two shows that yep. uh, that's just I, I just hold them in, in in very high. I mean, they're just up the high esteem. However you want to say it, dude. I love those two shows. Um, and there's lots of you know, what's funny about that is. Um, there's shows that I've loved, and then I never went back to them. But the thing with Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad, I can go back and rewatch those. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And so some shows were a great one-run experience, but right. I didn't feel the need to go back to It's like some games, right? You love the playthrough, but you're not going to play it again. Zero replayability. Or yeah. a game that you can go back to and be like, damn, I, I'm finding stuff I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a la- there's layers to it, and um, those two shows for me are absolute top fives. I'd really have I'd have to flesh that list out, sure. but those two, bar none, are all timers for me. I, I could watch those again, you know, next year or or you know a few years from now. I could totally just go back through that whole thing. I watched it through four four times total, and and for 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 once, we're not actually just going off on a super tangent. You, you mm-hmm. make a perfect point because anytime we reference Breaking Bad, it, it is an exact accurate point that they to us are the pinnacle of knowing when to end it they didn't run they could have they, they certainly with their popularity they could have ran for a couple more seasons could. of course but they could. They, they, it would have it would have gotten overstretched they would have started to you know make some you know extra episodes that just added nothing and, and leave didn't contribute anything so they knew when to stop leave people wanting more exactly that's the whole point yeah keep people exactly. hungry okay exactly. keep, keep people hungry don't do you know, it's like I love the first season of Lost, and then I I, I stopped watching that show because I just couldn't deal with what what it turned oh, into. Yeah. Um, now, granted, that's before the era of DVRs and all that kind of stuff, so I was I wasn't going to plan my night around. I guess I could have used a VCR. Oh, you don't know what a VCR is? That's right. Um, I guess I could have just. Is that, is that is that like a special kind of virtual reality? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, by the way, do you have the PS4 VR stuff? Do you have any of those games? I figure you would. Um, I actually, I actually don't. I've got so I've got my Samsung VR headset, but I, I don't have any because the, the challenge with that is you need its own space. Maybe once I get the house, yeah, that could be All added. Right. But yeah, current, current, current space, you need a lot of wide open space. Do but, you? You do. Yes. Okay. To, right. to, to, to properly, properly use it, you need a lot of space. Huh? Yeah, you can easily just bump into shit left and right if you're not careful. Yeah. yeah. With my with my headset, it's just it's just basically a sit down headset, so it's still it's it's awesome, but you don't have to be moving around to, to do it. I got gotcha. you. All right. So just to clarify the meth gator thing, here's the sound bite. Here's the here's the news piece of this. A drug bust in Tennessee has law enforcement issuing a interesting warning tonight about methed up animals. And at first, I thought she was doing Mike Tyson with a speech impediment, right? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, I gotta admit, <laughs> but it, but no. 
Well, but wait, there's more in North Alabama. Officers found a man trying to flush meth and several items of paraphernalia when they arrived at a home in Lawrence County. A post on the Loretto Police Department's page advises people not to flush your drugs. Reading in part, if the drugs make it far enough, it could create meth gators in Shoal Creek and in the Tennessee River. Meth? Can, I can't believe they actually issued that warning. You, you may create meth gators. My God. Well, they just want to catch you with the evidence. That's it. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I like this one. So I found another article, and it was a. Uh, uh, <laughs> this was uh, let's see over Cross Lake in Shreveport, and it shows an absolutely gigantic alligator swimming with a full-grown deer in its jaw, in its mouth, just swimming with a, a whole gigantic ass deer, dude. And I was like, Dang. so in the note I sent to myself, I'm like meth gator <laughs> there it is right there man <laughs> there it is yeah don't make don't make meth gators don't make meth gators yeah florida i saw a meme that cracked me up i don't know if it was from one of you guys but it said florida america's mullet <laughs> <laughs> and it, just showed, it just showed the map of florida I, I thought that was brilliant i thought that was brilliant meth gators dude don't That's mess with florida right. man florida's all florida florida's so much bad news in florida don't do it. Don't yeah. Don't don't yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, makes me think of that lady. I know she was in Florida, but the lady that like has like the pet pet gator that like she like rides around in her like four wheeler and shit. Uh, nice. So much fun. Um, for any Florida listeners, listeners, we we love you too. We swear. But um, <laughs> we 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 do we love most Florida people except for that. <laughs> Hold on, do I have this story? Oh, here's the headline. Florida man tied up wife's lover, cut (laughs) off his penis, and ran off with it. (laughs) If ever there was the... I don't know if there's ever a more perfect song for that headline (laughs) than this one. Oh, (laughs) no. I mean, I've heard of penis on you before, but this is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) <clears throat> I wonder if he's going to play that game. What does it go to the head of the class? Is that is that st- is that still in play? Maybe you can borrow one from Double Dong. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny because I actually thought about that Did the you? other day. I was like, you know what? We should bring in Double Dong for oh, that one. Lord. The Dong Show. In Gilchrist County, Florida, a Florida man is accused of extracting a gruesome revenge on a man he allegedly caught having sex with his wife. Alex Bonilla broke into his home. Let's see. Yeah, a neighbor told police that Alex Bonilla, 49, broke into his home in Bell, west of Gainesville, on Sunday morning when his two children were present, forced him into a bedroom at gunpoint, tied him up, and cut off his penis with scissors. According to court documents, Bonilla then ran away with the severed penis. The the victim remains hospitalized, but it's not clear what happened to the penis. Oh my god. 
I'd have, I'd have been like, people would have showed up and like, just kill me. End oh me no! Now. A man in ja me. a man in Japan flushed this, a severed penis down a toilet after a toilet. similar crime. What? <laughs> what the? F <laughs> this is terrible. Oh my god. Ugh. What the fuck is going on? Like, why are you mad at the dude? Your wife cheated on you. Can you imagine him running down the sidewalk and people driving by looking at him, just seeing a dick in his hand as he's running? <laughs> I, I, I never saw such a thing. I don't, I don't know. Well, maybe he had a box. <laughs> Trying to say something there, Shannon? Yes. Because it was the only song I could come up with yeah. at that point. <laughs> it's well, then it's like it's it's not my dick in a box. It's it's his dick in a box. Oh, oh, guys, that's terrible. God with scissors though. Oh, oh there it is. Hey. Too bad it's a censored one. That's okay though. Oh. Well, at least Gronk in a Box wasn't censored. <laughs> no, Gronk in a Box was not censored. Speaking of Gronk, dude, dude, that's just awful. Oh. <laughs> Cut off. Yeah, I mean. I mean, sis, dude, come on, man. Mm -mm. Like, I, I look, I get mm -mm. it. Y you're mad. Mm -mm. But scissors mm -mm. on another men's schlong. Mm -mm. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> mm -mm. Don't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Don't do it live. Come uh, Ed, on. Ed, Edward Scissorhands, you know, up in, oh, up, no. <laughs> up in the piece, dude. I mean, no. No. Whitfield's in. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Wait. Do you think when the guy was running out of there with his dick in his hand, the other guy was like, let it go? Because <laughs> he's gonna be worried he can't let it grow anymore. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! Uh, the guy, the guy running out was like, "It's okay, just shake it off." Bro. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if, if if was this a Chris Cooley situation? Was he a shower or a grower? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? You 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 know. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. If if possible, that guy would turn back time. Of course. You know it. You know it. You ain't gonna find a way with no penis. You're not you're not finding a way, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's done. That's done, son. There is no more bang bang for that guy. <laughs> He did not let him have it. <laughs> that was not. That was. That was not by choice. That was not by choice. No, oh, I'm that's sure he dreamed a dream that it would grow back someday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for that one. Oh, oh. <laughs> there it is. Oh, oh, Winamp's asleep. And what do you want? Of course it is. Mm. Hey, look. I, I bet that dude just wished he was able to break free look, before look. his penis was cut off. So, I mean, was that... 
worse now it works. So, and that's the totally, you know, that is the worst definition or the worst live action scissoring I've ever heard of. Oh. <laughs> You're not wrong. You are not, not wrong. wrong. No. Not what I He's think. Not really not, no, not what I think of when if somebody uses the term scissoring. That's definitely not it. However, as he was as he was running out of there, whipping that thing around. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm. Meth Gators, Florida, drugs like y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh, we even we even played the song accidentally at the beginning of the podcast. It was clearly an appropriate one. Other people's penises. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly this dude is definitely done with OPP. Yep. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh man. I want me some glory. Yeah, you want some glory hole. Well, Susan Boyle may have creamed, or excuse me, Susan Boyle may have, <laughs> may have dreamed a dream. Take two. <laughs> Susan, Susan Boyle. Bit of a fruity insult there. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was the setup. I just spoiled it by accident. Um, <laughs> Take two. There you go. <laughs> Susan Boyle may have dreamed a dream, but there's a Florida man who never again will be able to cream a cream. <laughs> they probably need to go to a tap takeover. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, man. God. Gosh. Anyway. All right. Well, that was fun. Yikes. <laughs> Anybody else need to refill at this point? <laughs> yeah, I do. And, and Blue's licking my knee. <laughs> she, she wants to go uh, outside. Hey, That's her cue. She would Mark Peace out at this point. Yeah. Mark, what do you want to do, man? Unfortunately, yeah, I probably better better do so shortly. Aww. I know, I know. We we need to drop a dedication to that man's penis. It is now dust in the wind. It's gone, dude. Dick in the wind? How do you... Crust in the wind? Dick in the dust? Mm. I I don't know. I'm not sure where to go with that. Oh well, this Mark. I hate to play it. For, I hate to play the song for that guy, but the title of the song might be perfect. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> Little Nine Inch Nails, man. Head like a hole. <laughs> The title is definitely appropriate right now. <laughs> oh, that poor guy. 
Like, All right. Scissors, though? Come on, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Le leave the scissoring to the lesbians, guys. Don't, <laughs> just, <laughs> please. <laughs> don't, don't do that, man. Don't, don't do it. No. Don't. Just don't. 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 That's oh. just that's all that's all just loss. That's <laughs> just terrible. <sighs> anyway, all right, uh Mark, um I guess wrap up thoughts, anything you wanna kinda, you know, walk off, walk out, peace out with. Oh, you, you, you wanna tell me how much you God. want, you know, people to steal first base and uh MLB? You wanna talk about Grayson Allen getting some flagrants in the summer league? What is it? <laughs> nope, no interesting to those. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, couldn't care less. Um, no, I think my, my, my highlight of the last, you know, week in sports was, was absolutely the Wimbledon finals. Uh, I didn't, uh, didn't catch a whole lot of it, but thankfully got there right to, to, to catch the end. Certainly mm -hmm. saw, saw the highlights, but, um, yeah, how incredible is it that they just instituted, uh, for this year, the rule <laughs> of, uh, you know, 12, 12 in the final set would, would call for a tiebreaker, mm -hmm. uh, which 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 is which is good. I'm glad they did because you know as much as those guys have played, they they don't deserve to have to you know play on until someone wins by two. But uh, just a phenomenal match by you know, two of the absolute best in the game. Was really hoping that Federer uh, could pull it off, but yeah. I, I I got nothing but love for Djokovic. They they absolutely deserve to be one and two there, and I mean just incredible tennis. Uh, Longest final in Wimbledon history, I believe. Yes, almost, almost five hours. Mm -hmm. And Djokovic won all three tiebreakers in that match, right? He yeah. did. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, what was up with the um, him celebrating by eating some grass? What was that all about? <laughs> He's a goofy dude. I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't. I don't think there was really any particular meaning behind it, but. Uh... I imagine after you know five Columbus five hours playing tennis, you're, you you might my brain might be a little a little off. <laughs> uh, okay. But I, yeah, I, I, I totally thought. For, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, but yeah, it was just absolutely outstanding tennis. Yeah, I th I thought you were going to be like, for a moment, Djokovic knew that he had kicked some grass. Okay, there. Or you go. he was going to smoke some grass. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Maybe. 16th major for Djokovic, by the way. So, kudos, kudos, kudos. Um, I guess it, it, it balances out the 56-minute match where Haleb ran roughshod over Serena. But yeah, yeah, that was a surprising one. I mean, not, not, I mean, Haleb is a, a damn good competitor, but uh, again, I didn't, I, I didn't catch it. I was, you know, down in Richmond uh, celebrate, <clears throat> celebrate my dad's birthday, so I did not catch the match. But uh, from what I heard, it's uh, it obviously did not live up to snuff at all. She, no. she, Serena had had a good tournament, but. I uh, just did not look like herself, um, and, and probably perfect storm of, you know, off day, which which happens. I mean, I think that's one of the you know biggest challenges in tennis that I think, you know, people who don't really give tennis the respect it deserves mm -hmm. uh, may may not really think about. But I mean, it's it's all on you, obviously. So I mean, yeah. you're gonna have an off day, and if you have an off day, it's not like you're playing a team sport. You got nobody to back you up. So I think it was a perfect storm of her having a you know super off day, and Halo having her A game on. I, yeah, I mean so. I, I think some of that is it's a it's it's two things kind of, you know rolling yeah. up in there. It, it's Halo I think was incredible. I want to say and I don't have a note on this, but I could swear she only had like three unforced errors. Yeah, which and, is absurd. Which I mean, was, in the entire match that's absurd. In yeah, the finals against one of the best in the world. Right. Yeah. 
Like, like she just played it just a, a lights out. You know what I mean? Like some people that you know, you can talk about wins and losses and all that kind of stuff, but occasionally somebody just they're in the zone or a team just has that kind of day. You know what right. I'm saying? And Halep clearly had just an amazing day. So I don't know if this is an indictment of Serena, right. you know, but I mean, she is 37. She yeah. is 37 oh, yeah. and she doesn't play a ton of tournaments anymore. I mean, she kind of saves herself for the majors. So I, I mean, wh- whatever the factors that go into that, I, I think this is really more of a credit to Halep than it is an indictment of Serena. But you have to also be honest, the end is near for her. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't know how much more she has left in the tank. You know, do, do you think she can squeeze another major out? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But a lot more, I'm not so sure. But 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 yeah, no, I, I absolutely do. Um, yeah. I, I so yeah, I, I think and hope that most people, you know, look at that match will we'll give give Halo her due because it it, it yeah. wasn't just Serena being you know totally off her game. It, it, that certainly was a part of it. But um, you know, a lot of it she was she was forced into it by somebody playing at the top of their game yeah um so sometimes uh, that's yeah, how that, stuff that was... goes dude. it's sports man exactly you know what i mean it sometimes happens. it's just sometimes <laughs> just ask nick saban yeah that's right it's, it's you know what it... I, I'm sorry. I would say real quick. That was one of my yeah. favorites. Uh, you know, betting stupidity stories, which I recognize every time I say this, I fully recognize it's highlighting what this person is. This money meant probably nearly nothing to them. But there's a, a true story that I've, I've seen verified about this uh, Middle Eastern prince who was a huge Nadal fan, and so in some you know, completely meaningless, you know, no-name, you know, middle-of-the-year tournament, Nadal was playing like a second-round match against you know some no-name, and was favored by mm-hmm. so much that um, this 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 prince was was betting a million dollars to win, I believe, twenty grand. Then the dog would win, and so what happens? He loses because, as crazy as it may be, everybody can have an off day, mm-hmm. and you never. I mean, it just uh, again, you got the dog plays him ninety nine times out of a hundred. Pretty sure he probably wins, you know, uh, or, or plays him a hundred times. Probably he probably wins ninety nine times, but on any given day, somebody can have an off day in a sport that's all about you know the individual, yeah. and uh, so that's what happens. So. Uh, not certainly not 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 comparing uh, whoever this you know no name player was to to Rafa Nadal, but um, yeah, or to, to, to Serena, but um, everybody can have an off day. So uh, kudos, kudos to Halo, but uh, yeah, Serena hopefully has a couple more left in the tank. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully so. I, it's I had forgotten. I don't, I, you know, it's just, it's like one of those things, man. You know, you look back and all of a sudden somebody, you think of their career and you don't realize that they're the age that they are. And, like, I I don't know why. I mean, I, you know, I know she's been playing for a while, you know, but it just, until I heard that number, I'm like, oh, my God, she's 37. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's just bad. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. I know. It really doesn't, but here we are. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully she can, because I think she's only one major away from Margaret Court's record. I think it's twenty-four, is what that is. Someone have to fact check me, but um, I don't know. That'd be that'd be kind of cool, man. She's had a hell of a career, and even if she doesn't, I mean, there's no shame. There's no shame. She's she's had a tremendous career, and hopefully she hopefully she can squeeze one more out of that. I think that'd be pretty cool. But uh, yeah, kudos to Djokovic, and I guess. 
Yeah, I guess that's a good that's a good walk off point. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, Mark, it was great to catch up. It's good to see you. Good to hang out. Always. I'm glad we could share some stupidity <clears throat> and have a little fun. But uh, have fun this weekend, and uh, we'll see about uh, we'll see about the Mets and the Giants, bro. I don't know. I think you have more to look forward to with the Lakers. <laughs> that's, that's probably fair. I, I appreciate at least, that. At least you got sure. that. Exactly. At least you got that. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll we'll we'll, we'll chat before then. But we will. obviously, uh, we salute to you and and you enjoy yourself. Uh, you and the family enjoy yourselves at the beach. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a fun week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, all right. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, our home feed on Podbean, Keywords are Sports, and Brew. We'll go ahead and take a little break as we get Mark out of here. If you like sports, hopefully you like us. If you like beer, even if you don't like us, just drink some more beer. You'll probably end up liking us. Uh, it's like it's like beer goggles for podcasts. It works out really well, I promise you. <laughs> if we're not funny, drink more. <laughs> uh, then you will like us. Yeah, hopefully. Or you'll just pass out, but we still get a play, uh, play count, so that works for me too. But uh, no, all kidding aside, man, uh, it's great to catch up, and we'll catch you a little bit later. Uh, go get some rest. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back in, uh, in just a moment. Peace out, broskies. All right, later, bro. See you, man. All right. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. We are refreshed, and I watered the trees, so life is well. Life is good. (laughs) (laughs) Part two. (laughs) Yay, sports brew. All right. So, um, (laughs) side note, side note, man. Oh, Toby Brendel, buddy, 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 buddy. This is running a line of commentary. You're talking about some fast food. And somebody and I told you, let me know when a Chick Fil A shows up in town. And somebody dared post a comment that said Chick Fil A was overrated, and they started talking about how good Wendy's was. F O H, <laughs> man, F O H, dude. You oh my god! Almost, there goes the beer. Yeah, I'm saying you can't. Thank God I hadn't taken my drink yet. <laughs> you can't. You cannot, in good conscience, dump on Chick Fil A and then prop up Wendy. Wendy's social media account, the best, <laughs> the best. All right, and uh, Wendy's burgers are pretty good. I don't, I don't do, I don't really do a lot of fast food, uh, and I don't do a lot of, uh, certainly don't do a lot of fast food burgers. But if for whatever reason I'm like, if I got to do fast food, bro, I'm doing Chick Fil A. You know, that's why, I ha- that's why I have that red status. <laughs> Sarah's <laughs> like, Justin, you went to Chick Fil A again? Because like I, uh, I take Logan because they have a, it's hot, dude. It's been crazy hot, so they have the you know, indoor playground. And they give them balloons. And I say, hey, man, like the first, uh, like I, I, Logan and I did that. We came home and we only had one balloon. And I didn't know that it was going to start like five year old, three year old, like balloon uh-huh. fisticuffs. I was like, what the hell, dude? So we yeah. had kids fighting over a balloon. I was about ready to pop that damn thing and be like, there's no balloon. <laughs> but I, I, didn't, I didn't do that. But I really wanted to get nothing. You, you, get, you get nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Uh, I really wanted to just pop the damn thing and be done with it. But the next time I, I took Logan and Chick-fil-A, I'm like, hey, can I get a second balloon? <laughs> and they gave me a second balloon, dude. Customer service, quality of the food. I'm sorry, dude. If, if I got to do fast food, man, I, I'm going to do Chick-fil-A. That's just, that's that's the nature of the beast, man. My guts, <laughs> my guts and my palate thank me. And their they're, <laughs> and they're, they're lemonades and all that frosty stuff. I mean, their, their stuff is so good, man. And Chloe just Uh-oh. called. She wanted to let everybody know that she still didn't get a balloon because Justin kept it for himself. I did. I did. I did keep it for myself. 
And he painted his face, and he decided to be it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what are you going to do, man? But anywho. Let's get Randy in here. Come on, man. All right, Randy, (laughs) Randy, Randy. So there's two things you, you need to do. Number one, we need your Burger King taco review. And number two, you need to chime in on the 1816 NFL trial balloon scheduling abomination of fail <laughs> so you, you have you have two directions you can go so since we've already delved kind of deep into the nfl thing let's let's we'll start with that mm-hmm. so and, and i'll actually reference the fact back in when, like you were said before in 93 they had the two buys and the nfl trying to just thinking they could get more revenue the problem was is that the ratings for CBS and NBC at the time, because of that, suffered greatly because they ended up having, there was actually one week where they had four of the top eight teams on a bye at the time. Wow. So that meant just not great games. Mm-hmm. You know, back then, you know, if, if the team was great, you know, the other team, you know, it, it was never really, unless you were a good team, there weren't close games. Nowadays, at least... As I say, any given Sunday, you're going to get a close game. So if they tried to do double by now, it could be better. But I think ultimately the networks are, would by themselves would be like, yeah, we can't do this just because of what happened in 93. Now, granted, it would be different more than likely. But I think ultimately, do you really want to have that game where, hey, look, the entire starting offense for the Packers is in against the second string of the Bucks. Oh, if you're going to say the Bears, I was going to be like, hell yeah. <laughs> well, I know hell yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying like just thinking about, because the thing is the Bears are a decent team, but I'm just talking about like having a really good team versus a really bad team, but making it just that much more worse <clears throat> by that bad team second yeah. string having to play or a bunch of key players out because of this minute you know max 16 games played you're talking about the potential for aberrations and stats you're oh, talking about of course monster monster blowouts that just make it make games not fun to watch it's it's just an it's just an all-around bad idea in that in that respect it, it, i yeah, get what they want to do if but, I, i'm just gonna say like if the networks complain about a regular buy how are the networks going to feel about essentially <clears throat> team dictated manufactured buys because if, exactly. if you know what I'm saying, because that's essentially what that ends up becoming. You can go, you know what? Hey, um, let's go ahead and rest the starters this week. So you essentially create a preseason game in season. That's terrible. That's terrible. I'd rather the team just not play than it just be scrub buckets. <clears throat> what are they going to roll out with the water boy? You know what I'm saying? Like, just stop, man. I, or no. And the other the other comp the other thing is like is that no. you get this grade a caliber team you know packers or the chiefs or whoever and it's supposed to be this huge matchup and oh i'm sorry patrick mahomes just had his uh, 16th game he can't play yeah against like the chargers with playoff positioning on the line i mean i it, mean it, that's just fail buckets it right can there. get it there's so many scenarios where it could be super bizarro and, you know, maybe it's just a leverage, you know, something that's just for leverage, which I think is very, very plausible. You know, again, I don't know how seriously anybody's taken that. Um, I, it, it's clearly been, you know, thrown around before. It's not something that's completely out of the blue. But 
you know, maybe that's one of the ways to try to mitigate injuries. It's one of the ways to essentially introduce, you know, sort of in season buys without a full team buy. So we're still playing. I, I, you know, I just, I just think there's, it's very problematic. We're going to get in all kind of, I mean, people complain so much about load management <laughs> in the NBA. We're going to get load management, you know, in just in the NFL this way. It's just going to be really, really bizarre. Well, and you kind of already get that at the end of the season, whether a team is yes. like so just completely in or if they're just out and it just doesn't matter. Now, I would be in favor of maybe reducing the preseason schedule by a game or two. Mm-hmm. But I also know that they want the NFL itself wants to expand. I mean, I know they want to expand beyond the borders. I, that's one of the reasons why we get games in Mexico and England. But at some point, you know it's going to happen. We're going to get expansion. There's going to be new teams. There's enough players out there that I think we could get, we can get more teams. But obviously, that really depends on now. You yeah. got to figure it out the schedule. Does that really warrant another buy or more games? It's it's all that stuff you got to think about. And, and maybe many, that's where they're headed. As many teams suffer just in the land of mediocrity, I, I don't like. What other viable markets are there that are underserved that justify expansion? Like what? And, and as far as load management, the only time I want to hear that two chits at the same time. Man. <laughs> that's that's load management. Okay? That would be double dong. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only load management I want to hear about. <laughs> All right, meth gators and scissor penises. Also, also yeah, load let's, management. Let's not, let's not bring that up because but, that's just going to haunt, haunt, haunt my dreams. <laughs> Say what? Scissor penis is, is going <laughs> to haunt my dream. I can't even imagine the amount of pain. Rusty, not even dolls. Ah. Yeah, uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> Look how Chad's face says it all. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and that asshole just running off with it, man. Like, mm-hmm. come on. I got your penis. Yeah. <laughs> Frick it, bees. <laughs> what was the cop from the, uh, what was it, Scream or whatever? I got your penis. Oh, you're Stop talking about a scary movie? Scary movie. You sound exactly like Dewey. Doofy. You idiot. Hey, didn't, didn't you accidentally let your, your your daughter see like one of those or <laughs> one of the scary, scary, scary movies? movie too, yeah. <laughs> so yeah dude i had i had what the wrong. fuck did i do wrong let your girls watch any of those movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was i was pretty hammered and my daughter's like oh let's watch scary movie i'm like yeah let's watch scary movie and i not even like 10 minutes in i'm like this is a really bad idea <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> y'all were laughing at my yep. ass that night yeah, you were. I, at least I stopped it before the dude. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> in a power is the ceiling. <laughs> that. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> train wreck. Train wreck. Train wreck. Uh, oh Anywho, 
Yeah, and I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there's just a, there's too many problems with that. You know, even for this, a couple of variables in play that maybe you can argue that are positives. I just, I think the negatives far outweigh that, and there's just too much screwy stuff. Uh, Would again, we like to see more football? Yes, but will it be quality? I want to see. Yeah, I want to see more good football. End of season already sucks. You know, sixteen and seventeen are, are just dicey weeks to begin with. Seventeen in particular. Yeah, um, depending on how everything yeah, shakes. I mean, it's just yeah, and that I just think you no, know, there's just a lot of potential for ugly, just ugliness, and non, you know, just poor quality, low quality games. I think it adversely impacts the game day actually at the game, like in stadium fan experience. Cause then you, then you have to try to buy tickets and plan around that. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like any of that, you know, chop a preseason game off, maybe add one round to the playoffs. At least then it's meaningful football. You know, it may not, it may not necessarily be good and you might get some teams in the playoffs that really, you know, aren't that great, but the playoffs will weed them out. So I, I'd rather do that. Don't, uh, no, eighteen, sixteen. get the hell out of here, man. This would actually, be a good argument to actually throw in the idea the of. Up. Yeah, that's, there you go. <laughs> I I, more, say, more appropriately. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. There it is. Hey. Uh, th- this is the time, though, when you actually need to come out and be like, okay, if we're not going to do 18 games, let's work on the potential of a developmental league. Mm-hmm. So that we actually can get more football in, but that's you know players you actually know and you want to see grow, rather than you know just yeah having a limit on the how many games you can play and then throw in the guys just for the hell of it to see what they can do for a game or two. I think they'd be far more successful at bringing in like a a triple A so to speak uh, for NFL teams than doing just extra games. Well, know? I think that's going to be the XFL next year. I Maybe. Mean, you know I, they're they're really working hard on that one. I know, I know the what was the one that just folded up in eight AF. weeks this year? AAF. Yeah, the, the AAF. AAF. They AF. should they, they should have partnered with Aflac. That, that they missed their opportunity. <laughs> they AF. needed Aflac. That's what they need. Yes. Hey, at least Vince has the money to ensure that he can run the league for a full season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's a, that's a tough break. I mean I, I just people love football, but. You can't substitute out long-standing fandom, and people understand that it's not not football at the highest level. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, people enjoy going to high school football games, but you have a community and a familial attachment. You know, uh, my son, you know, my son plays. In some cases, my daughter plays, right? Um, but it, there's a tie to the community, right? It it means something different. But you're not, you know, you're not. It's not professional. Um, and you have certain allegiances and ties with collegiate football uh, and certain expectations of performance. And it's just, it's real, I think it's really just tremendously difficult to have a league from scratch and to really have it take root. I mean, you've got the CFL, you've got any number of indoor football leagues that have, have tried to, to do things. And, you know, we've had an, uh, just a wide array of rando, like <laughs> like semi-pro football teams here in Virginia. I've never been to one game. Ever. Unless I just happen to have forgotten some random like experience at well, the Richmond Coliseum. Um, 
like indoor like arena or yeah, any of those things. I'm sure there's didn't a... Richmond have an indoor team at one point? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, you and I did the UVA game the one time, Justin, but That's college. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's different, we've but... gone to college yet. Like I've gone to co- plenty of college football games. I still remember uh going to the Virginia Tech Miami Hurricanes game and I have a picture of the Miami Hurricanes mascot flipping the bird at us that's <laughs> that's still hilarious to me but every time i went to a Hokies game the Hokies lost so all the Hokies fans that i went with were always like you can't come back anymore i'm like well your team f your team then <laughs> you know whatever it's too long oh, of a, too oh long of a job we gotta get mediocrity. tickets to syracuse uva man oh pfft. i'd be all for that i'm pretty sure we can just walk up the day of and we'll be okay <laughs> It's UVA football. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's who's Syracuse play? Is it James Madison? Mm-hmm. That might actually be a tough get because the the Dukes are decent. How did they not get sponsored by Dukes mayonnaise? Because uh, they're that's, folding up. That's, that's a good well, question. I, now, but they didn't. Well, they got bought out or uh, whatever. Leverage buyout, takeover, blah blah. But. That seems like a missed opportunity. JMU Dukes, man. Sorry, they're at Liberty. At Liberty. Oh. So that's two hours away. So it's not too bad. Well, they should be able to beat not Liberty. They should be able to take their Liberty with Liberty, right? Right. Just saying. Anywho. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just... Developmental stuff. I, I, <laughs> I will admit I had a soft spot back in the day for the World League which eventually was NFL Europe and then eventually was gone. But that was like the Frankfurt Galaxy, the uh, the London Monarchs. Um, Barcelona Dragons. The Barcelona Dragons. There was the Rain. I don't remember where oh, they were. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, know. I, can't, mm-hmm. oh, I can't think of the name of the team. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Wasn't it like one of them Birmingham Fire? Yeah, I think one? so. I think so. I think there were the Claymores. See, now I feel like I have to look it up. <laughs> World League. World League of Football, of American football, back in the day. Because we, NF, yeah, NFL Europe. Uh, the Frankfurt, cur- I like this, current champion, Frankfurt Galaxy. <laughs> really, y'all? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah, the, Bar- the the Berlin Thunder, the Rain Fire, the Frankfurt Galaxy, the Barcelona Dragons, the London Monarchs. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there have been so many other little football leagues. It's just. You know, you really want to see the best of the best. That's that's part of what this is. And you, you have plenty of talent and plenty of players, but it's just something to be said for at, at the at the you know upper echelon of sports. I mean, you know, if you price it right and it's accessible, there's there's ways you can succeed. The the AF just didn't get that right, and maybe the XFL has it a little bit more figured out because they're taking their time rolling that out, but. Well, and clearly one, with XFL, they're going to learn from what happened to the AAF. So. Yes, well, they should. Uh, let's see. Yeah, 10 teams. I do remember, and I don't remember what year, without looking it up, I don't remember what year it was, but there was a at least one version of Madden that had the NFL Europe or the World League teams in it because you could play. You're, you're right. I remember that. Uh-huh. 93 or 94, I would imagine. Maybe. Uh, we'd have to look up the year, but you could play with those teams. You want to talk about some randomness. That was some randomness. Granted, they were right. all horrible, but it was still fun well, to Well, yeah, use but if, if you're a horrible team versus horrible team, then it's just it's yeah. entertaining. 
you know, but that that was also like I think the era where you had like the Madden like the you had the Madden cards where you could unlock a player and you could put them on your team. Like that was fun. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I I think the last time I regularly played Madden was probably 07 or 08. And I think I briefly played again like 2010 or 2012. Madden 07. Yeah, but it, like, yeah. 07. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, yeah, I used to love Madden. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I, I think I was at my absolute peak, I want to say in 05 or whatever year Vic was on the cover. I think that was 05. That was 05. Yeah, I think that was. Because uh, Sean Alexander was on the cover of 07. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think McNabb was on 06. Yeah, I I didn't buy the 06 version. I wonder why. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at some point you you'd think it 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 would naturally go back into a development league or just having a tie-in, and I hope that they can sort that out. You know, if you want football, and it, it, the thing that I always can I just find puzzling is if you want to play games in Europe. I don't know why they didn't leave or support or keep, you know, NFL Europe alive because it was developmental. You had people that that were interested in it, and you could have done, you could have taken NFL games over and done the occasional one. But you're building a fan base where some of those players are part of those communities, and you can mine for talent. And then if they make it to the NFL, if, if they happen to be in a team that travels back to do a game then you know what I mean you've got attachment and I think that's 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 the thing that's really hard is you is you need a, some kind of attachment some kind of way to be vested and like I was not vested in the AF the only thing I really remember there uh, where there was a couple of spectacular hits right there were some highlights that got shown but I didn't go out of my way to watch that I didn't have it's not like we wanted to sit there and, and do a you know talk about the you know for an hour or 45 minutes it was a, you know maybe two or three minutes of conversation that was done so you know i mean college football you've got that that level and you've got the nfl and everything else is fighting for scraps so it, it's hard to have a lot of confidence in those you know in other leagues it, it just is it just is hmm that was good. Oh, by the way, Shannon, quick. Uh, uh, I had sent this to you earlier in the sports view chat, but uh, a quick tip of the cap to uh, Colt defensive backs, uh, Kenny Moore and Pierre. Is it Desir or Desir? Desir. Yeah. Uh, for setting up a GoFundMe account for Maddie Moore. Uh, Madison oh, Moore. Oh, yeah. She announced the Colts' yeah. fourth and fifth round choices during the NFL draft, 17 years old. And she Ugh. died this week after a battle uh, with leukemia. And uh, they set up a GoFundMe account for her. Um, and they both donated money. Uh, their initial goal was was about ten five, and the account, at least as of the article on PFT, had raised eleven five. Uh, she was a standout volleyball player. She was diagnosed in January of twenty eighteen. Again, seventeen years old. Seventeen uh, years old. And that's just. I mean, it, that's awful. That's awful. It's, it's horrible. And, I uh, mean, it's. But. It, I'm glad to see them doing something for her. I think that's nice. The organization did. Obviously, the community rallied around her. Um, and it's one thing I, I will say. I've turned into a little bit of a softy <laughs> as I've gotten a smidge older and I've had kids. It's like when we watch America's Got Talent and sometimes they have a, uh, a kid that comes out. And I'm like, oh, or there was uh, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but there was a, a kid playing the violin that had. You know, battle cancer. It made it made made the room dusty, bro. 
made it oh, home. Dude, you know it what does. I mean? Well, once just, you, yeah, once you experience parenthood, man, it's, like, it's a different ball game, bro. It's a whole nother ball game, and gosh, seventeen, eight, brother, seventeen. That's that's no, tough. no, no parent would ever wish that upon their kids. They would trade places with them in a heartbeat to mm-hmm. give them to let them live on, and that's that's just that's painful. Yeah, that's there's no nothing we could ever say. Yeah, but uh, certainly uh, raising a glass to Kenny and Pierre for helping to to get the funds rolling in. So that that's yeah, a, that was awesome with those yeah, guys. Absolutely, uh, salute. Absolutely, salute. Mm. There you go. That was a little, a little Debbie Downer on that one, but uh, anywho. Um, where you guys want to go, man? We have uh, we can laugh about Madden ratings. That's always stupid. Uh, well, maybe I think it's my review. Where do we want to go? Oh, your review of oh, the Burger, Burger King, King taco. Tacos. Yes. Hell yeah! Yep. Hell yeah! So yeah, I guess the best way to describe it is: do not eat this if you're sober. <laughs> if you if you are uh, drunk, sure. If you if you need something to soak up the alcohol, why not? But honestly, uh, yeah, you don't really need to be eating this as a normal source of food. I don't even know if I can consider it food, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> it's really that. It's just not good probably didn't help that the person who made my damn taco like overcooked it so even the taco shell was like hard oh, and nasty oh, man. you can't mess up yeah, the shell didn't help much. no if, if the shell's jacked up i mean you you know it's it's all in the fail train just all in the fail train what just but you, you got to give me the my sound bite baby what, how do you <laughs> f that up that's what you want all right how do you burn a taco incompetence the only thing i can think of is it just Think of is it sat under the heat lamp way too long and just that's probably probably because nobody was ordering tacos other than Uh, than like other than your dumbass because you because we joked around about it and you were like all right I'll test it out what at least he had the courage to do it and the thing is it wouldn't I don't think it would have been so bad if a it had been overcooked had been overcooked and b how do you fuck that up. And That's B, complaining to the manager. <laughs> and B, if the uh, taco meat was not was a little less pasty and actually like ground beef. See, I was kind of hoping they would just take like their flame broiled burgers and like chop them up or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, someone hit puree on the blender. No. Oh. Mm. Yeah. No dice. Just... No dice. No you're dice. better off going to Taco Bell, people. That's all I can say. I don't even know if you're really better off with that, but I, if you're going to have to get if a fast food taco, wrong, yes. yes. Look. You can make better at home than what Burger King makes. Telling you. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a long time. Call me when you're sober. We'll go to Taco Bell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think I will uh, abstain from the from the BK 
dollar menu taco. I, although, oddly enough, no I, deal. I wouldn't do this. Okay, I, I don't. I don't think my gut flora can handle it at this point in my life. Um, <laughs> but one of one of one of the dudes that works with me swears that Taco Bell has good breakfast food, and I'm just like, "What are you talking about, bro?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, really, their breakfast stuff is pretty good." And I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, I it depends nah. on that just, what you order. That's just look. I know. Look, it, it, I, I watched the Top Gun <laughs> two trailer, man. I watched part of that. But Taco Bell for breakfast? No, no, dog, no. no. no that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I've eaten do it. You can't, can't do, do it, it, man. I've eaten it before, so oh. it really depends on what you get. And even then, I don't know. No. No. Danger zone, man. Like, food, legit. If I'm going to do fast food breakfast, I'll just stop at Wawa. But, dude, if I'm having Taco Bell for breakfast, I think I'm putting the log in Kenny Loggins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that's like... If, that's, you're, if you're eating Taco Bell, there's no such thing as the log. That's not Let's a log in. That's, bro, that's not a Kenny Loggins. That's a Kenny log out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is... This is how we poo it. That's what that is. Yeah, Montel, Montel Jordan. Taco Bell for breakfast. That's right. This is how we poo it. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's all bad. That's all a bad idea, man. No, no dice. All right, how about a couple of of uh, NFL quick hitters, um, and then I don't know. I guess we can maybe talk a little bit about the uh, Westbrook Harden trade as a follow up, um, and then we probably ought to start wrapping up and getting out of here. We can have a little fun. Oh, Shannon, you did tease it. You did tease it, and that was uh, Gronk on the uh, Gronk and Edelman on the hundred thousand dollar pyramid, bro, bro. As a Friends fan, and I, I, I mean of the show Friends, I love that show. I know some people bitch and they hate on it, so they they, they don't get it. That's fine. Uh, that was that was like legit. That that was like the show. You know what I mean. For for uh, for its run as far as in my era, uh, so I still have a saw. I still have an affinity for that show and Rachel. Not Ross. Uh, Ro- Ross was a moron, but Rachel. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. What the hell was she thinking? <laughs> it, <laughs> we're taking a break. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just a mess. You need to take a permanent break, girl. <laughs> Come on now. Anyway. So Gronk on the hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Uh, people referenced the whole uh, like when Joey Tribbiani was on the hundred thousand dollar pyramid, and it's like so legit. It's like so legitimate, man. It was so great. On so, point. Yeah. If you didn't watch it, remind me. I'll send you the link. You can actually watch the show on like abc.go.com. You can watch the full episode. Uh, not that you have to do that, but just some of the highlights from it are really a hoot. So I timestamped a couple of things, so I'll play a couple of things for you uh, with Gronk and Edelman. <laughs> just it, here you go. I'm just gonna play. I mean, it's just it's just just listen. <laughs> and here are your first six subjects. You so crazy. <laughs> Heavy lifting. Two hand touch. Botox injection. <laughs> Getting jacked. A little touch of KY. That's the one for Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. 
Shavora, you and Rob are up. What do you like, Shavora? Let's go with you so crazy. Okay. Shavora, describe these things you may have done in college but never did again. 30 seconds on the clock. Ready? Go. Oh, you when you take off all your clothes and jump in a pool. Yeah, skinny dipping. Yeah. Oh, you smoke this. Weed. Yeah, another word for weed. A, a long um, word for it. A, a marijuana. Yes. <laughs> Oh, you get a long word for weed. I love some of the clues, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it's right. She's not wrong. <laughs> no, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Stage, you're doing what? Oh, graduating. Yes. Uh, when you take off all your clothes and run across campus. Uh, streaking. Yep. Oh, when you have a lot of people and they're all going to have sex together. Uh, orgy. Yes. Uh, and you have this big barrel of beer and you stand on it. Oh, keg stands. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, that's Randy right there, babe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right out of time. Keg stand face button. Now, she picked the perfect category for him. That, she they, did. they did well. They did well. Uh, this next segment, they don't do as well. I will just. Her describing was perfect. Though. Yeah, no, she did great. She did great. Now, I, you know, I, I will tell you, I love Gronk. Like, I would have no qualms rocking a Gronk jersey. Like, zero, none. I love that guy. Zero point uh, zero. 0.0, unlike his BAC, which is undoubtedly not 0.0. But <clears throat> actually, you know what? I think I've, I, I think I figured out which frat he was part of. Let's see if I have this thing saved. Hold on, I have to have this <laughs> set aside. Here, hold on a second. I hope you're going oh, where I think. I oh, hope you're going. oh, 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 here you go. I found it. I found it. If ever there was a Rob Gronkowski fraternity, this is the one. Okay, a Bethesda drinking party. All right. The cops shut down a frat party so insane that the indoor air read a .01 on the breathalyzer. <laughs> That, at, at, let me tell you what. When the air is drunk, that's a hell of a <laughs> that's a hell of a party. That's bruh. a that's a bruh. That bruh. Are, that you desperately need to open some damn windows, man. <laughs> Come on, man. A Just frat party. On someone and it's like, damn, I haven't even hit the damn button yeah. yet. A frat party at American University in Maryland. That's what they got to the. That's what they got shut down for, man. H2O to the drunk yeah. power. An alleged indoor air that gave off a rating of .01 in the breathalyzer. That's pretty beastly. Oh, my well, lord. Well played there, gentlemen. Okay. So, oh, well, this is where they got in a lot of trouble. 70 monitors inside the rental. Trash bags and insulation on the windows. Let's see. All six party hosts attend American University and are members of the SAE frat. All so Oh, wow. All six are facing 126 criminal counts plus $315,000 in fines. Jesus. Yo. Good Lord. Woo. The air was just the DD. It had one drink. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. The cops didn't even get a chance to test anybody. They walked in the door and it went off. Speaking of the breathalyzer. Do you know how drunk people have to be for the oxygen to be turned? <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. John would be proud. I'm telling you. I would, yeah. Yeah, be careful with lighters, man. You don't want to set the air on fire. Great. Though I'm day. sure there's been a couple of different parties we've had where it's been uh, oh. <laughs> pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Once Trey brings back the goblin, we do we, we do need a batch of goblin. I'm thinking for 42, man. I think, I think, I think it's goblin. Excuse me, goblin time. Uh, yes. Yeah, buddy. 
I'm All right. Get the, uh, spin I will. The night cl- I will clear my Mondays just so I can have time to recover. Yes, that's a true story. All right. Here's here's the next part of Gronk on the hundred thousand dollar pyramid, man. Nate and Rom, what do you like? Put the pedal to the Edelman. Oh. Ooh. All right, Nate. Describe these things that are even faster than Julian Edelman. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Ready? Go. A guy running with a cutoff penis. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never know. He very well may have been. May have been. All right, all right. Back, back to the actual game. Uh, the sprinting African animal with the spots. Uh, tiger. Uh, uh, flaming hot Cheetos uh, animal. Um, oh. He's really fast. Pass. Oh. Uh, you shoot someone with this, not the gun, but what you put in the gun? Uh, a silver blank. Kills a bullet. Yes. Um, the New York Yankees. football team. Football Giants. Team. The other. Jets. Um, it's it's like a shooting star. It flies across the sky. Shoot, uh, Pass. Um, not dark, but light. Oh, that's not. It actually didn't okay, have the part that I wanted in there. There was one where he was trying to describe. Oh man, I thought I had that bad boy. I thought that was the one that had it. That's a disappointment. Had the cheetah one, which was kind of funny. I was looking for. Oh, here we go. I think I found it. Oh, this is a long episode. That's what she said. <laughs> If you get all seven right in 30 seconds, you're going to win a Disney-themed cruise. All right. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it ain't happening. Go. Uh, moo. Cow. Uh, has a huge trunk. Elephant. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's one by itself. It's a type of animal. And it's... Rhinoceros. No. Uh, Pass. Rhymes with porn. <laughs> Unicorn. Yes. Where I'm from in New York. Uh, the city. Rhymes with porn? <laughs> Unicorn. Uh, upstate New York. New York. The Bills. Buffalo. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge nose. It's an animal. It's big. It's tough. It has a big back. Rhino. Yes. Uh, it's in the water. Ah, dang. And it, there was one where they were talking about the Nile. He was asking Gronkowski about, a, about try, trying to get him to say Africa. And he was like, the continent! <laughs> and Gronk was like, Egypt! <laughs> it was it was great. I thought that, that one was, was I thought that was in that particular clip, but uh, that's okay. I'm not gonna try to dig that up. Either way, it's it's hilarious. I thought that was that was great. That was great. I love that, man. That's a fun dude, man. Again, I would totally rock a Gronk jersey. No no qualms, no qualms, no qualms at all. Uh okay, well I guess um before we get silly with a couple of other stories, uh, let's take uh, one moment of, of relative seriousness. And we missed this a little bit last week, but Friday night they had the, the, the Tyler Skaggs game, and mm. which was filled with just some wonderfully fascinating numbers uh, and just really a hell of, just a hell of a thing, man. Obviously a tragic scenario with uh, him, him just passing away. But some of the imagery, some of the moments, whether it was his mother thrown out, and she did a great job with that first pitch, by the way, just from like she, from the mound, she nailed that sucker. That was incredible. But just all the players wearing Tyler's forty-five on their jersey that night. Uh, it was the first home game since he passed away. It was a combined no hitter. I mean, there were just so many things that were just incredible about it, and I, I think that deserves at least a, a quick rewind and just a. a a tip of the cap to the players and the organization and the fans for being able to create something 
that they could share in, uh, something that celebrated Tyler, something that I don't even quite know the right way to put it. Do you guys remember um, there was an ESPN piece on the on the chicken runs at midnight? Did you guys have you guys ever seen that? I vaguely remember. All right, it, it's probably been a while, but I want you to yeah, look up. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, I want you to look up the chicken runs at midnight. It's an incredible piece. It's an incredible piece. And this thing with, with Tyler reminded me very much of kind of that where you just had certain things that were just in, incredible in the moment. And there was a, a layers of meaning. And some people, you know, whatever you believe is what you believe. Okay. But some of the things that happen in that game are, whether it's freaky, whether it's a coincidence, whether it's mystical, whether there's some meaning to it, you can debate that all you want. But here's the thing. The Angels scored seven first inning runs. They finished with 13. Tyler Skaggs' birthday was 7-13. Mm. Mike Trout said, yeah. you, you can't make this stuff up. Okay. They threw a combined no-hitter against the Mariners. The last time there was a combined no-hitter in the state of California was Orioles, A's, and Oakland on July 13, 1991, the same day Tyler Skaggs was born. It was his birthday. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, there were things that were just like, whoa. And then the moment where after the game and and the the team put their number 45 jerseys on the mound, I mean, that was just an incredible, incredible, incredible moment. I don't know what it's like to go through that, but I certainly do know how moving – that was that was incredible and make of it what you will take from it what you will but i we couldn't record tonight and not at least take a moment to um raise a glass and certainly a a, a rest in peace for tyler skaggs but i mean that's you know we talk about the game beyond the game and some of the things that sports represents and you know, the bonds and teams and families and the brotherhood and the sisterhood. And, you know, there's, there's a, you know, adversity and overcoming. And there's so many things that make sports great. And sometimes greatness comes from pain, comes from loss. And usually we're not talking about someone's death, right? But there is certainly a shared sense of grief and loss for that family, for that organization, for his teammates, and that was an incredibly special moment. And that directly ties in and, you know, delivers a message. Again, what you get out of that is what you get out of that. But some of those, <laughs> whether that's a coincidence or whether it means something more, that's incredible. And just the weight of that moment and of that game from his mother's pitch to the 45s on the mound to some of the freaky stats, just, just incredible. And look up the chicken runs at midnight, watch the piece. I won't spoil any of it for you, but I'll just tell you the name. It is an incredible, incredible piece. And you just go, particularly as a, as a parent, there's just there's layers to that there's a weight to that 
and they're telling they're telling a story through the lens of sports, and uh, it's incredible. The Tyler Skaggs situation, as awful as his death is, and as hard as that is for his teammates and his family, that's an incredible moment, and I'm glad that I was able to see that and feel that in that moment. While we're a little somber at the moment, mm-hmm. also we'll raise a glass to uh, Sweet Pea Whitaker. Yep. It's sad, another uh, sad way to go. He was hit by a car in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently his brother had been hit by a car the year before. That's crazy. Which which is random. But unfortunately, like the the, the street he went across has... If I remember correctly, like mm-hmm. the light just changes so fast, like you just don't have the time to get across. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to get across, like the cars will just keep going. Like, I don't, it's just so it was just random AF, as, as we all like to say at this point. But, yeah. you know, my man was an Olympic Olympian Olympian Olympic gold uh, medalist. World, yep. Yep. And four time uh, world champion boxer. Sucks. I mean, that's just it's, it's a horrible way to go. Yeah, I don't know how many good ways there are to go, but that's definitely not high on my list. I mean, if a if a hot nurse sits on your face, that's a good way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lindy, for that one. Um, <laughs> that's your shout out, bro. There's some California love right there. There you go. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So we're going to... I'm looking at my list here. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got like a... I'm not going to worry about Federer and Djokovic because that was just well, insane. We, and I think Mark covered that he one did. pretty well. Yeah. But Jadavion Clowney, how does that man not get paid? Well, how does he not get the extension? Is he, what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, they're obviously messing around with him a little bit, um, doing this thing where they're you know screwing. You know, is he a DE? Is he a linebacker? We're gonna. You know, they just want to pay. They just want to franchise tag him with the lowest amount. Is really what that comes down to. I don't. I'm not a fan of that. Like the one year was it? It was Jimmy Graham, right? That tried to argue he should be paid as a wide receiver. Oh eh. yeah. Like, yep. yeah, I was like, yeah, come on, you're a tight end, man. But the the clowny thing, I mean, he he's he's a rush end. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's an he's an edge player. So you can argue about the classification, but the thing is this: if you don't want to pay him, you don't want to pay him. And there's right. a reason for that. But there's a message in that, and that's a dangerous thing to that. That's playing with fire on a team that has. Let's be honest. They haven't overcome. They haven't delivered when it's mattered most. So mm-hmm. you can knock maybe Clowney for some injuries along the way, you know. But but JJ Watts battled injuries. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it almost feels like they're doing them dirty, and it's over essentially 1.7 million bucks. Because because the, the, the Texans, nothing. yeah, the Texans labeled him a, a DE slash linebacker, but the linebacker tag carries that. You know, carries a it's one point six nine eight million dollar lower salary than the defensive end tag would. So the NFLPA was NFLPA was going to get into that file a grievance on behalf of Clowney. 
you know, it, it's just a mess. And I thought that this was a pretty relevant point. Uh, Pro Football Focus has made a distinction to try to avoid these issues. And so what they do is they label front seven players under three of the uh, three particular categories. Interior defensive line, off-ball linebacker, and edge to try to be pretty clear about what they're doing. Okay. Clowney's an edge rusher. Right. That's what he is. And edge rushers, edge players come at a higher premium than off-ball linebackers. So it, if it's a matter of the injuries, you just don't want to pay them, okay. They have some leverage. They can franchise tag them. They, they can do other things. But for a team that's trying to get over the hump and trying to be you know, up-and-comers, it's kind of a bad look. It really is. It's a real bad luck. Yeah, I'm not I'm just not fond of that. Not fond of that. I think they should go ahead and and do them right and get them locked up and just call it a day. Cuz honestly, man, you don't know. I mean, Watts had some injury history too, man. It's not like I'll, it's not like you can trust Watt to make it through the year. I love some JJ Watt, but let's be honest, man. Yeah, he's he, he's had some bad breaks. Roll the dice. Oh, yeah. no pun intended either. Yeah, so that that's a little bit of a mess. I mean, at the end of the day, when you're really looking at the roster, if you've got the money, you have the opportunity, even though, yeah, you're right. With Watt, you don't know what you're going to get. He's definitely still, it seems like he's still trying to feel his way back to what he used to be completely. Not to say he's not disruptive still, because he still is, he but is. he's not as dominant. But to have bookends like that, you don't get that too much you don't. on defense nowadays. So And you just, know, pay Clowney before you have to pay some of the other players in that team. Deshaun Watson. You know what I'm saying? Get some of these between. contracts Yeah, get some of these contracts out of the way before you have some other ones that are really where you really gotta pay the Piper. Between Watson and Hopkins, those are gonna be some ridiculous contracts. I know Hopkins is already getting okay money, but when he's when it's time to re up, mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna be, he's gonna be demanding a premium. Yeah, I, I just just do the cap right. You know, keep certain players, just lock them up, get it done. There are times I think it costs your organization more when you mess around with certain things. It, it yeah, because yeah, you're not gonna just so, some of these superstars aren't gonna want to come there because they're gonna feel no. like they're gonna get screwed around with their contract when it come, gets well, close to that. That time. or when it when their when their time is up, they want to get the hell out. I mean, look, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins was a great quarterback, but like I will argue with anybody that the Redskins did Kirk Cousins dirty. And if you didn't want him, that's one thing. But you don't have to be, you know, dick bags to him while he's there. And if they don't want Clowney then trade him, right? But if you're going to keep him, and if he's an important part of your team, and you have the ability before you have to pay Watson to get some of these guys locked up, do it. Do it. Spend the money. Yeah, there's always an injury risk. But, I mean, you, you carry that with Watson. You know, you carry it with J.J. Watts. You carry it with Deshaun Watson. You, and you're going to carry it with Clowney. Sure, it's the proverbial, if a team is healthy, what can they be? And, well, you know, look. Some teams, in, injuries totally shred seasons. Yep. But that, but that's part of sports, man. Well, it, it doesn't matter what league you're talking about. It doesn't matter what sport you're talking about. You know, if you have elite elite talent and high level talent, you got to pay to play. 
and sometimes they get hurt and it wipes them out and it sucks. It sucks as a fan. It sucks from an organizational standpoint, but I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's just certain opportunity costs when you do your players dirty. Now, you know, sometimes you have to know the old classic, no one to hold them, no one to fold them, uh, no one to pay them, no one to trade them. You know, mm-hmm. and, and certain teams are really good at keeping a guy and then moving them out, not when they're done, but maybe a little bit before they are. The Patriots are an easy example of that. They're an easy example for a, a lot of, you know, organizational things. doesn't matter if you like them or not. They they clearly have, you know, managed a lot of scenarios really well. So... I'm just with all the baggage that seems to be down there with the Texans, man, pick your battles, dude. I don't think that's the battle you want to pick. I I just don't, I don't know what's going to happen with Melvin Gordon. That's a different problem in San Diego, but for the Texans, it's 1.7. The difference is $1.7 million. That's nothing. Is all, are all the headaches that you're going to incur by doing clowny like this? Is that worth $1.7 million? Pay the man. I find it to be unlikely that it's worth the headaches and worth the the damage to the locker room by hope by screwing around with that guy. My opinion. What else you got on yeah. your list, Shannon? Oh, what are you gonna say, Randy? I was gonna say yeah, and for the Chargers, just pay Gordon. I mean, he's played. He's been healthy. He's been produ- he's been productive. Well, he's he's. I mean, granted, yeah, the first what couple seasons at least, two or three seasons, he was just a bag of injury. Yeah, I think there's there's two things that are a, a bit of a concern with Gordon, and I think they should work something out with Gordon. I do. Okay, number one, when it was playoff time, crunch time, he didn't produce. There may be extra reasons for that. Either way. He didn't produce. Number two, your window with Philip Rivers is small. Unlike his window to have kids, which doesn't seem to ever end, the, <laughs> the window for his NFL career is rapidly shrinking. And what is it? I'd, I'd have to look it up for sure. He's got to be 36, 37. Has to be. I'd say 38. I think he's 37 or 38 cause I think he's about the same age as Eli. Yeah, well, yeah, he is. Same draft. So. Same draft. Yep. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, because that's the, that's the Rivers-Eli-Roethlisberger draft. I don't know who so, else yeah. may have come out in that one, but uh, certainly those guys. So, you know, he's on the back end. He has a relatively small and small window in a very finite period of time. Uh, Gordon is a good back. I'm not saying you got to pay him Todd Gurley money. That may not work out for the for the Rams. Who knows? But you know, again, part of part of sports sometimes injuries or you know things can derail a, a game or derail a season or derail a career. I don't I don't know. Maybe there's more to the girly thing. He's never the same. Don't know. But he's th- thirty seven. He'll be thirty eight in December. There you go. But I I just I think for whatever Rivers's you know window is, I would Gordon's say two years player, tops man. probably for Rivers. Yeah. Dude, get that get that done so you get these next couple of years out of Gordon, man. Rivers needs that. Rivers See, absolutely I, needs that. I think the biggest concern for the Chargers is seeing what happened with Gurley. The fact yeah. that he got paid and then all of a sudden here he comes. By the time, playoff time, he's hurt because of an arthritic knee. 
Yeah, so and, I, and it's a risk. It's a risk you take. Do the Cowboys pay Zeke? Right. That troublemaking asshole. Well, his off field his off field stuff is ridiculous, but I mean he's he's a quality player on field. He does have right. baggage. But you can make the argument, and lots of people will, that it's the Cowboys offensive line that deserves more credit. Okay. I don't think it's reasonable to completely discredit Zeke and give all the credit to the O line. Zeke is a good, a very good running back. Yep. I think that's very evident. Does the Dallas offensive line help his productivity? I think so. Dak's not there yet, in my opinion. Maybe he turns into a legit guy. He's had moments. He's not consistent yet. I think Zeke makes that team significantly better. I think Zeke helps make their offense and Dak. I think, you know what I mean? Like, he's a centerpiece. He can be a focal point of the offense of the play calling of the play design. He can carry that offense and set Dak up. Maybe you think he's easily replaceable. Maybe he is. I don't know that it's worth taking that gamble right now, particularly since they haven't had to pay Dak yet. Why not get it out of the way and front load a couple of things and get it done? I mean, how far down the road do you want to play hardball? How far do you want to kick this thing down the road? Maybe this year isn't the year that it's a reasonable time to do it. But next year might be. Right? It's just bizarre. So Gurley, Zeke, and um, Melvin Gordon. You know, what, what was the word we used a few years ago? A running backs, it's, a, it's the fungible position. It's a, you know what I mean? Like, they're just... It, you can say they're easy to replace, and that's a cliche. And if your line is good and your system is good, you can get productivity out of a lot of people. Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, was brilliant at that. But he had a system that was conducive to that, and he found running backs that fit the system. And some of them were legitimately very good. They weren't just, you know, they didn't just fluke their way into a lot of productivity. But. You know, the Broncos under Mike in that era didn't have to overspend and overcommit to running backs because he could find people that fit that and get productivity out of them. Uh, I think Zeke is legitimately high-end good. And I don't I don't know that he's going to be easy to replace. You know? No, he, he won't be just because he is the back that can do it all. Mm-hmm. He's... You know, it's just similar to what Barry Sanders was for the Lions all those years, and he had no offensive line, so that says a lot about Sanders. Mm-hmm. There's so many running backs nowadays where it's timeshare. Zeke is one of the few workhorse running backs that could just take the load and yeah, not have could. to really. He could. He can bell cow it. There's not a, most backs can't be a bell cow. Zeke can be. But you be. don't want to give him 400 no, touches because no. we saw the last time yes. the Cowboys gave a running back 400-plus touches yes. in the season, and his career just took a shit. Yeah, no, they need to manage him. Unless they just want to grind him up and use him up as best they can before they just let him go. He's only turning 24. It's not like he's 28. He's 24. Right. And I hope I wrote the stat down correctly. He's one of three guys to lead the NFL in average rushing yards per game in their first three seasons. 
Do you know who the other two are? Hmm. Well, let's see. I mean, I would think Barry Sanders would be one of them. Jim Brown. Okay, yep, and, that makes sense. And Earl Campbell. Those are the two. Again, this is average rushing yards per game. Okay. So, you know. I was thinking per carry. I wasn't thinking mm -hmm. per game. Yeah, that's okay. So, uh, he's in rarefied air. His off-the-field stuff is a concern. Absolutely. Some of the situations he's gotten himself into are a concern. Well, especially since recently some security mm -hmm. guard filed charges against him yep. in Vegas for something he did. Mm -hmm. It's just like, come on, man. He's, you have this bright I know, future I know, ahead of you. I know. It's, and it's stupid. It's stupid. That's a bad choice. It's stupid. So maybe some of their reluctance might be tied to that. But if you're going to... if Well, they the Cowboys have never had a problem with signing players who are head cases. Let's be honest. No, well, for certain players, you know, if you get quality productivity out of them, you put up with some BS. And if they're great players, you put up with more BS. His off-the-field stuff, yes, those things are concerning. And yes, they need to tread carefully and yes they need to follow up and monitor and investigate when appropriate 100 percent. but i i don't love dak i think dak's decent maybe he's a pleasant surprise this year but they're a better team here's the thing they're a better team with zeke period end of story i agree they're a better team with him and he's worth to open up the offense with him mm -hmm. being there so and, I, and I, I think paying if you have to gravy train him a little bit pay a little bit of a premium that's okay. Keep the contract short. Make it three years. You know, there, there's things that they can do. There's Performance they, bonuses, stuff yeah, like that. There's things that they can do. Um, and that's what I think with what the Texans should do with Clowney, because I know Clowney can be a bit on the mental side at times. He can yes. be lazy. He can be a headache. He's, so got, some, he's some, got some knocks. So. Give him some performance bonuses. Make it kind of team friendly, so that if something happens, if they have to get out of it. They can. Mm -hmm. That's what, and you're seeing that happen a lot nowadays, where you get these guys with these big ass contracts, but there's always the, that wording that makes it team friendly and gives them an out if they yeah. have to get out. It's not that hard. Not but that the I... problem is, is the problem is now it's all this guaranteed money these guys are getting. Yeah, That's really the outlier of why some of these contracts are so ridiculous and why a lot of teams are being very hesitant in terms of actually signing big-name players because of all this guaranteed money. You can thank Cousins and Khalil Mack and some other guys for this stuff. Well, Cousins forced, you know, forced a lot of people's hands, and he got, I think it was $84 million over three years, which at the time he did it was – uh, very significant. He's obviously still very handsomely fully know, compensated. Yeah. So, but but the, he played the system. He bet on himself, and he won. He won. He deserves kudos. I don't know. You know what's he going to accomplish as a quarterback in his career? Eh, we'll see. But he played the system perfectly, and he got paid handsomely. Yep. Not what gonna you, lie, it feels good talking football. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? It does feel good. Doesn't it? Yeah. It is very satisfying. Very satisfying. What do you think, Shannon? Well, I'm going to switch gears on you. Uh-oh. 
because uh, I just had to get up and use the restroom, so I wasn't sure where you guys were going. Chris Paul for Westbrook. And I know, Justin, you sent us an article the other day. Uh-huh. It's very interesting to think about. And you said that, or what did the article say that OKC was the greatest failure in the NBA? The headline is the Oklahoma City Thunder are the biggest failures in NBA history. So we it's a bold we statement. talked we talked about this a few years ago. We they had, of course they had Westbrook, Harden, mm-hmm. and Durant. Mm-hmm. And then I guess in Harden's walk year, they traded him to Houston. Mm-hmm. And we said it then. We were like, "No, you play out the season and see. see let the chips lie where they may." Mm-hmm. Because you make it work, and, and make it work. Like, like what they got in return. I I couldn't even tell you what they got in return from that trade because it was nothing, nothing compared to how great Harden is at this point. So, well, we knew Harden was going to be good based out of what we saw when he was at ASU. Yeah, I mean, he was he was ridiculous then, and he's ridiculous now. So, I mean, we called it then. Of course, Durant leaves, goes to the Golden State, wins a couple titles. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, Paul George wants a trade and gets traded to the Lakers. And then you keep hearing the whispers, oh, Westbrook wants to get traded or they're going to trade Westbrook. And you're like, no shot. And they trade him to the Rockets for CP3 and a bunch of picks. And you're just, I mean, the NBA has gotten really interesting 24 7, 365. Sure. 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 Like the NFL, Mark Cuban called this a long time ago. And I think we even referenced it on talking about the, God, was it the hogs come to slaughter or mm-hmm. something? Yep. Pigs get fat. Yep. You know, pigs get fat, hogs go to slaughter, whatever it was, whatever the expression was. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we have. And it, it's in part about the leadership of the organization and, and the sport and the league and growing the game and managing players and the money and just everything that goes into the league. I mean, the NBA has been very is interesting almost mm-hmm. all the time if you're a basketball guy. So... After the trade, the mm-hmm. rumor was is that OKC was looking for to dump Chris Paul's salary because he's not going to take a buyout because he's owed he he's going to get paid 124 mil over the next three he, years. Over the next three years, and he's owed every cent mm-hmm. of that contract. Well, I, I think the only thing this is a choice for him, so I don't know what's going to happen in OKC. But at his age, with his history, part of the equation has to be, you know, what choice does he want to make? If he's not willing to be bought out and he just wants to get paid, have fun in OKC. If he's willing to take a buyout, it's going to give him some latitude. And then it's just a matter of timing. You know, does he want to be on one of the legit contenders? I thought I heard that uh, Rondo hates that dude. So I'm not sure if if the Lakers are a real legitimate option. Don't know. 
but he can go somewhere and make some money for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's going to make money regardless. I mean, if he got 124 million over <laughs> 3 years, good god, it's disgusting. And it's fully guaranteed. Yeah. So, I mean, Houston is sitting there going Okay, Thanks, it's off our hands. Appreciate it. Thanks. High fives to you. Good job. Thanks, guys. Good luck. Yeah. But good, good job. Good effort. <laughs> the Thunder had a lot of talent on that team. Young talent, but they had a lot of talent. And it's hard not to look at it and be like, <laughs> I hate to use the soundbite for this. I really do. But I'm going to do it anyway. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Stupidity. Stupidity. Poor roster management. Poor planning. There's lots of ways to mess that up. Poor coaching. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... Now, I I don't know if I'm prepared to call him, like, the biggest failure in NBA history, but it is... They definitely underachieved. Given the talent that they had, the young talent, breaking that up and shipping the players out, I don't know if that really worked out for them. Yeah, it's nice that they're you know stacking up all these picks, good for OKC, but you got to do something with them. Yeah, I mean, good Lord. They should have at least one title. With the talent they've had. They were close. And I I really do believe there's a part of me that believes had they kept Harden at least for another year or two, that they would have been in just an incredible position to win win one or two. You know, do they? Well, you know, that's up to them and the other team. But. I think a lot of people forget just the types of teams that were around when they had these players. I mean, thinking Mm -hmm. about just how good San Antonio was during that period and. The Miami Heat. Uh-huh. Yep. LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. And then even after they got rid of Harden, I mean, Golden State started coming on, and they got good, and it was just, yeah. It was It was just one of those things where just the, the competitiveness of just some of these teams mm-hmm. was just, they just had the right pieces to beat the Thunder, and, Eventually, yeah, you got to. They cut their losses, and now they're in essentially full rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. what was it like fifteen picks in the next next what six or seven drafts? Oh, they have a crazy amount. They uh, the Thunder have fifteen first round picks between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty six. So that's crazy. Yeah, I mean that that's a ton of opportunity. It, it, at the end of the day, it matters what they do with it. So if the organization drafts well and develops well. They can restock and reload. It may be awful this year. Never know. Can't so, be as awful as the Knicks. Well, is anything <laughs> is anything as bad? Someone's got to wear that crown, and the, you know. the Knicks will wear that one proudly, I guess. They'd probably like it. <laughs> so I yeah I don't I don't know man I'm a little torn on that. I certainly think that the Thunder are a failure. I don't know if I'm ready to drop. You know, that they're the biggest failure in NBA history. I'm not sure if I'd go that far. But I do think it is very reasonable to look at some of what that roster was with Durant, with Westbrook, with a much younger Serge Ibaka, 
there was a, there's legit talent there. Legitimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I will say, and I, I, Randy, this is probably more for you than anybody else. Clearly, some of the people have had a, or some fans have had quite a bit of fun with <laughs> the whole, you know, CP3 and uh, that that trade, the Westbrook, it falling apart, them getting picks, and you know, there were some people that joked around about how that was like the curse of Seattle. That was the Seattle, that was the Sonics karma. And in that vein, in that vein, Damian Lillard on the shot to beat the Thunder. This is what he said. The Trailblazers stars buzzer beating three-pointer wave goodbye end of the season for the Thunder, who moved to Oklahoma City from Seattle 12 years ago. Damian Lillard on the Sports Business Radio podcast said, what can I say? That was for Seattle. And I mean, that's... Dude, I love the end of this article. Just when I thought Lillard's shot and celebration were as cold as could be, that was ruthless. ruthless. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, it's just hard not to look back at the amount of talent that they had, the players, the, their ages, and just feel like they mishandled them, mishandled the, you know, the situation. There's just a, a, a certain number of variables in play there. But how do you not look back at that team and go, God, they should have gotten more out of them? I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm hard-pressed to see CP3 staying in OKC. Um, I would think they're going to find a way to move him. It's just it's tough. They, he, that's a guy with a big contract that's already gotten moved once, and we'll see what comes out of that. But it's hard not to look back at that Thunder team and some of the players that they had and just be like, oh, my God, how did y'all not, not get it done? It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. But, you know, uh, the Rockets are going to have two of the most ball-dominant, you know, guys in the league next year. Uh-oh. Oh, you know what, Shannon? You're right. You're right. You're right. I wasn't even thinking about it. But you know what, Shannon? You're right. You're right. My apologies. I owe you this. You said balls. 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 But That's uh, all, all that dude in Florida has anymore is balls. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, too soon, too soon. Yeah, twi- probably. Twi- twi- <laughs> twig and berries minus the twig. Yikes! Got the berries. Mm-hmm. Got the berries. I don't, I don't know. In in this era of super teams, Houston is going to be interesting because it'll be. I'm really curious to see how Harden and Westbrook get along in that backcourt. Well, you figure Harden's got to have an extra little dose of motivation to prove that CB3 was wrong at fault the reason they didn't get it done etc 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 right doesn't he doesn't he want to pour some salt in the wound because i think he wants to pour some salt in the wound of course he does you know and i I, look i know they they traded for some good young talent i get it i don't know how long um chris paul is gonna play it's a mess for them it's a mess with them. I will say, speaking of trades and CP3 being owed a ton of money, uh, owed a ton of money. Uh, OKCP3 okay, is, as I guess, they better start selling those bumper stickers. There were all these little rumors floating around about uh, Bradley Beal, and there was one rumor that I thought was fascinating, which is where the Heat would trade for Bradley Beal, and they would take the contract 
of John Wall. And in my head, I'm like, dude, take it and run. I like Bradley Beal. I get it. But if you can clean slate out that dumpster mm-hmm. fire of a contractual situation and you get some good picks. Uh, or, call right, it a day. Yeah, call it a day, man. All the other stuff is a good situation. Call it a day, bro. Get it done. Get it done, son. Get it done. Get it done. Anyway, uh, we need to wrap up and get the get out yeah. of here. I think I'm running uh, out of gas. I know, I quick. know, dude. I'm, I'm I'm right there with you, brother. I'm right there with you. Uh, special tribute to uh, uh, back in the day, Shannon and I uh, interned at Clear Channel. So it was Q94 Sports Radio 910. I'm forgetting a couple WRVA. I'm forgetting a couple of stations, but we uh, got to work with Melissa Chase. And so this is a special dedication for her. I'm glad she's okay. Oh, no. Glad she's okay. Glad she's okay. But if anybody deserves this, uh, it's certainly uh, Melissa Chase. Forgetting, forgetting nibbled on in the Outer Banks by Baby Shark. Glad you're okay. <laughs> Ankle. Don't go that far, <laughs> Randy. Give you the double burger. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's like it's like it's like you know. Usually, you call like little annoying Chihuahuas ankle biters, but in her case, she got to meet the baby shark. So, ankle biter. To what it is. Hey, Randy. Randy. What can I say? You're welcome. Happy to help, bro. Happy to help. Hey, uh, you're having a ball. Don't lie. You said <laughs> balls. Now you're on top of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's what she said. Hey, uh, <laughs> don't want no meth gators, you dummy. That's what you don't no want. Meth gators. Yeah. <laughs> S- scissoring off some dude schlongs. <laughs> Trading wrecks. We're all looking forward to seeing Jay and Silent Bob the re- reboot. I'll have to that watch. Should be hilarious. Yeah, I'll have to read about that. You know, one of these days I need to rewatch Clerks. Side note: I went to. Uh, I started out. Well, I graduated from a religious military academy. Okay, <laughs> Catholic military high school. All right. In religion class, in my senior year, I think it was maybe it was my junior year, but I'm pretty sure it was senior year. We convinced the teacher to let us watch Clerks. I don't remember who was behind this idea in that class. It wasn't <laughs> me. But convinced the teacher to let us watch Clerks in class. Rest assured that did not last particularly long. Before the, <laughs> the religion teacher was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. Can't. Can't. Can't do, can't do it. it. Can't. Nope. Can't do it. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Wow. Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> you get actual audio of your teacher. Winfield, obviously. That's what they sounded like. <laughs> turn, turn it off! <laughs> Cunts. Yeah. That's what happened, man. Two chicks at the same time. Well... You know. Don't taste me, bro. Yeah. Do it now. Yeah, there you go. Anyway. Whew. 
I don't know, man. I, wrap up a thought. I don't know what's going to happen next for Westbrook, for Harden, for the Thunder, um, but I for Durant coming off the injury. But I do think, as great as it was to draft that talent, and don't forget they had other people there. They had Serge Ibaka, um, Reggie Jackson. They had a lot of talent in OKC. And there is a small part of me that wishes they had just stayed in Seattle. I'm not going to lie. And Randy, you were a you, you liked the Sonics. Um, yeah, they were my team. They were your team. So there, there's a part of me that wishes they had stayed in Seattle. I won't lie about that. But for them to have that that matter of that, you know, just lineup at their ages to have guys that were back to back NBA MVPs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To have guys that have picked up rings all over the place. <laughs> for yeah. Harden, Westbrook, and Durant as the core of that squad, for to, to have broken it up, moved Harden out of there, and, and it's, just, it's just falling apart over time. <laughs> the Thunder have zero rings to show for that. Zero. Zero point. Zero point zero. That is is incredible and they can have a billion picks i can't believe i dug this song up dude they got a lot of picks who can it be now i don't know but they better draft well they better draft real well because they sure did squander they sure did squander that talent and maybe it's not you know maybe it's not all their you know the players fault it, it, it doesn't matter you can argue it however you want to argue it the bottom line is they had that collection of talent and then they broke it up and then it's fallen apart and now the last last real piece of that Westbrook's out of there i said it when we recorded the other week i'm super curious about how Westbrook and Harden play together the good news is uh Westbrook doesn't have to try to take threes leave that to Harden and the other good news is that Harden, who who likes to you know dance all over the place, Westbrook will, will, will be a he, he's going to be aggressive. They can feed off of each other really well if the chemistry's right, and it's oh, gonna, yeah. it's going to open stuff up for other people. It maybe it's a fair criticism uh, going after D'Antoni for the difference of of what he's accomplished, his teams have accomplished in a regular season versus the playoffs. It's fair criticism, but I certainly think Westbrook is going to put them in a, you know, is more advantageous to them than where CP three is at this point in his career. If the chemistry's right and, you know, Harden's stroking away and Westbrook can be aggressive on both sides of the court, obviously I like the upside. It might be a shit show and it might all explode in everybody's faces, but that will be fascinating as well. But if they're right, I think their upside is super fascinating. But I, I still just, I think, you know how we have the missing rings with the Bills? You know what I mean? Like, that's a thing. Yeah. Now, they yeah. granted, they made it to four Super Bowls, which is a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous accomplishment. But they got to, you know, they get to the first one, they have the wide right, they lose that one, and, and then they get their asses handed to them the rest of the way. But the thing is, you look back at that era, and you're like, how did the Bills not get a Super Bowl ring? It's like the Knicks. How did the Knicks not get a Super Bowl ring? Well, we, we know Michael Jordan. But there are there are good teams that don't finish, that don't deliver, that don't get the chip. And sometimes they get broken up. Sometimes they get old. Sometimes they fall apart. Some, there's a lot of things that happen. And it's amazing to think that the Thunder had that collection of talent and couldn't keep it together, didn't keep it together, 
and now they're all gone and they accomplished a big bunch of nothing. So they better draft really well. They got a mountain of picks and they have some nice young talent there. I would imagine CP3 is just a rental short term. It doesn't sound like he's going to get moved over the summer. It sounds to me like he's probably going to end up playing there for the first few months of the season, if nothing else, and then they'll sort it out. But I don't know. Biggest failures ever? That seems a little nasty, but there's certainly, I think they have to be in the conversation for all time underachievers. Have to be. Have to be. You know, what is that expression? Do more with less? They did less with more. <laughs> right? That's what they did. Yeah. That's, they did less with more. It's amazing. And it's a shame. It's a shame. Okay. Wrap up thoughts, gentlemen. What you got for me? Well, for me, um, I'm glad the Niners got a deal done with Robbie Gold. Now we don't have to worry about them dealing with some guy named Chris Blewett. Um, Because <laughs> you never want a kicker with the last name of Blewett. That just, no, no. no. <laughs> that's, that's just got fail written all over it. It does. It's a bad idea. But uh, Oh, and uh, beyond that, Mr. Alonzo, uh, the other day, you know, I know they're talking about the curse of doing the home run derby. The mm-hmm. dude blasted a 474 foot home run the other day. Mm-hmm. That's I it. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's it. Only 474 feet on the like the third deck. <laughs> I mean, that, he just launched that thing. So obviously, his swing was not affected by the nope. home run derby. <laughs> he was j- so far so good. So far, so good. And uh, other than that, uh, Justin, hope you enjoy the PS4. I look forward to uh, having doing some shenanigans with you, whether it be through uh, either system at this point. I know. We will. We will. I'm really stoked. I actually fired up a little God of War earlier today. And uh, it's just neat. I haven't played any of them in so long. Uh, but it, it's just cool, man. That's a good looking game, bro. I know it's not, I mean, it's new to me, but it's not like it's new anymore. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's cool. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I don't have a lot of times for, I don't have a lot of free time for video games these days, but, um, stoked for that one, brother. So Shannon, you got any wrap up thoughts there, bro? Brother, I'm gassed. I know. I'm done. I know. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So, uh, I will say, um, I'm disappointed that I missed out on that, uh, Amazon prime day where uh, people were buying like 10 and 12 and $13,000 camera gear for a hundred bucks. I'm pissed because I really <laughs> want an SLR and that would have been awesome to get that uh, been tremendous. That would have been great to get a lens and a, and you know, some SLR body for peanuts. That's all right. I got a couple other good deals. I can't complain, but so much. Uh, also, kudos to the kid selling ice cold beer. That was a sign and in fine print, written really small. It said "root <laughs> uh, ice cold beer." By the way, why are people calling the cops on a kid holding a sign saying "ice cold beer"? Man, maybe y'all should stop and read the sign, you dickheads. Fail. Exactly. Read yeah. the sign. Read the Bunch sign, of man. Fails. Read the sign, man. Go to the eye doctor and get your damn glasses fixed. But damn, that kid. Had, that kid had it right though. Yeah. Well, that's that's called marketing, man. 
They, yep. People are calling the but cops. But it got my damn attention real yeah, fast. Yeah, like, whoa, ice cold beer. Why is little Johnny selling ice cold beer? What's going on? Root beer. It don't matter. Beer. It's ice cold and it's hey, hot. Hey, so. yeah, exactly. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's nasty out there, man. Rando side note, by the way. So I, I saw this article and I was like, what in the hell? And I, I decided this deserves this deserves to be under the fail of the week. We don't have Whitfield, but we have fails in spirit, which is... Honestly, it's about the same as having Whitfield, so it's close enough. So, <laughs> so the, when it when it's the summer and it's hot, all right, people. <laughs> I even I almost kind of hate to do this, but anyway, man spreading, right? So that's what they term it, and that's when like you know a dude is sitting in a seat and they kind of spread their legs a little bit and they're just chilling, man. You're trying to aerate and let the air flow. I don't care if you're wearing pants, shorts, a kilt. It doesn't matter. You're just trying to give your, you know, the sun's out, gun's out, <laughs> you know, or whatever, man. You, you just, you want to let the junk breathe, right? You want to grab life of by the course. balls, right? You want to give the boys room. So anyway, there's actually a man-spreading chair. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, and it won an award. So on June 10th of... uh yeah, this year, University of Brighton student Layla Laurel posted several photographs of men and women sitting in her custom man-spreading chairs. It was part of an art piece. It was titled, A Solution to Man-Spreading. So, she had two types of chairs. One uh, was a chair uh, where it's kind of got this seat that's angled in with these side rails. And so, it it forces the man or it prevents the man's legs from flaring out so he can't man spread right and while the chair for the women again this is an art piece which i just think this is kind of funny so she made a chair where you know it had a block added to the center to you know for the woman to go ahead and man spread out or woman Mm -hmm. spread out and it's just kind of a it was just kind of an oddball piece but i i can't believe that man spreading apparently caused so much grief sorry i got a little choked up there golly <laughs> man spreading in manholes man spread apparently man spreading was an issue and manholes are an issue in berkeley california where uh the council and now council people <laughs> like that one they are redefining everything in our community to make sure that uh everything is gender neutral and so they have decided to change they voted to change the term and rename manholes as maintenance holes. So, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, look, look. I, I've said before, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm fairly progressive in in a lot of capacities, but there are certain things that I'm just like, seriously, that's where you choose to spend your time. That's where you choose to spend your time and your and your money and your efforts. You're arguing about a manhole. Dude, it's a manhole. I did like the response. I said, we should just now refer to them as assholes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like people don't even think, you know, man is short for human. And so there you go. Human fitting in the hole. It's it's a nice gesture. I'm not inherently opposed to it. I just think that's low on the priority totem pole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. Right. I mean, it's far just, more bigger issues they could yeah. be dealing with. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh, it's the, all the things to worry about. You're worrying about renaming some manhole covers. <laughs> I'm offended because it's got man in the title. It's like Ma- it's what it is. Maintenance holes. That's 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 way too many syllables. Stop. Just manholes. Call them <laughs> road holes if you have to. <laughs> I don't I mean, know, dude. And if you're drunk and you're trying to tell someone to look out for that manhole, oh. guess what? You're going to say maintenance hole, and you're going to screw it up, and they're not they're going to fall in before you even get it out of your mouth. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Just dumb. Oh, yeah. Just dumb. Anyway, hashtag first world problems. So, yeah. on that note, way to go, Berkeley, California. Way to go. You now have maintenance holes. <laughs> Look, I guess if it makes if it makes the town that happy, good for them. You know, again, I, I'm not inherently opposed to that stuff. I just it, like it's just not a priority to me. Like worrying about renaming manholes is just not a priority. <laughs> I think we just have way bigger fish to fry, dude. Way, well, yeah. way bigger fish to fry than that. You know, like not having you know meth gators, not having. <sighs> You know, people chop off penises with scissors. That's that's a way more pressing issue in my book. Uh, yeah. Not having Just the a wee bit. not having the NFL try to have an 18 game schedule. More pressing. Just saying. Can't do it. Can't anyway, do it. can't do it. No. Anyway, all right. Let's get the hell out of here. It's been fun, gentlemen. Good to catch up. Good to hang out. I'll clean this crap up on uh, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sure it's a. I'm sure there's a couple of moments that are like, yikes. Why did we do that? But in the interim, we'll enjoy some more Area 51 memes. Those are great. It's another one of my favorite things this past week or so. That's been great. Sorry, Thunder fans. Enjoy the suck. As a Redskins fan, I have no empathy for you. Um, (laughs) And I guess really that's about it. I think we've covered everything. Shannon's checklist is is all done. He's nodding off in his chair. Randy Randy and I have held down the fort. Mark already called it a night. Eat shit, dwarf. Whoa. What happened to the hound there? Eat shit, dwarf. There you go. Thanks. He, he, he uh, choked on the, some of that chicken. Yeah, he, he choked for a second. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, all right, cool. Well, look, as always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, our home feed on Podbean, a whole array of other sites. Again, if you love sports, you love brew, hopefully you have a good time with us. But as always... Enjoy the week. Have a great weekend. We look forward to uh, the next time. From all of us to all of you, enjoy. Raise a glass. Find a reason to raise a glass. And find a reason to kick some ass. Maybe like Djokovic, eat some grass along the way if you really want. But from all of us to all of you, enjoy. We'll catch you on the flip side. And good night now. Late. Peace.